66, el centro por la izquierda, Cristian Tarragona, así. ¡Gol de la Atlante! Porque les gusta, no les gusta, les cuadre, no les cuadre, chivitas. El Atlante es su padre y si no, nos vamos a penales. Rodolfo Pizarro anda nervioso, pensaba en mí porque... Hello, good evening, and welcome to uh, the end of the <laughs> edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Also, birthday of uh, my lovely sister, who turns <laughs> today. want to give her a big shout-out. We'll be seeing each other in a few weeks down in uh, Puerto Vallarta. My name is uh, John Jagu. Glad to have you guys with us. Hopefully... Uh, We'll have ofrendas for uh, teams that have uh, are, that are no longer with us in Liga MX, uh, namely Pumas, of course, Chivas, and then some of the other teams that have uh, won't uh, be around for the Liguilla. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Copa MX. I also want to get into uh, a story that was in New York Times in regard to uh, a company in Europe that was uh, able to secure some World uh, World Cup uh, broadcast rights. We'll jump into that uh, topic as well. But uh, as, as, as we heard, uh, it wouldn't be a, a Cantina and Mekis show if we, didn't, uh, if we didn't do a deep dive on the Chivas. And to help us do that, we have with us out in uh, South Los Angeles, uh, Joel, Joel Aceves joins us. Joel, how are you? Greetings, John. Doing good, you know. Doing good. Yeah. Glad to hear it, Joel. Uh, sorry about. Uh, I'm sure that the the city of Los Angeles is in a bit of a funk for oh, what yeah, happened yeah. Uh, for what happened uh, last night uh, in the World Series, uh, losing yeah, to the uh, to the Astros, and not even not even in it. It was it was like it was like getting a three zero in the first ten minutes of of a soccer game, just not not responding. The whole it was rest. like the yeah. It was similar to the siete zero. I'm a bit worried about that. Well, it, it wasn't that bad. It was, call it was, it was, and make sure he's yeah. It was more like the Germany. Only. It was more like the Germany yeah. game where it was two zero after the first seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think seven minutes, and you already you at that point you know the game's over. Yeah, you know we haven't heard from Daniel Preciado, who is uh, certainly the biggest Dodger fan on this panel. Uh, I hope that Daniel is okay. I hope that he uh, that he emerges uh, from his uh, from his self imposed. Uh, Exile and and funk. Hopefully he'll. Uh, he'll I'm sure he will. He's 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 very. Uh, uh, he's very resilient and tenacious. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from him later on tonight. But good to have you with us, Joel. Reporting uh, from Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles. We'll talk a little. Uh, we'll talk a little. Uh, a little. Uh, here in a minute. With uh, with Chivas, but before we do that, we have to also introduce over in Kyle, Texas, which uh, for you folks who don't know is just south of Austin. In uh, the great Hayes County, talking, of course, about Albert and Chiquis Gampa, our technical director. Chiquis, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Doing well. Yeah, doing all right. Enjoying the uh, the lovely weather we, we're gonna we're gonna have over the next week. Low eighty, low sixties. It's gonna be very nice around here. This is uh, for you folks that don't know. Uh, this time of year, uh, late October, November in, in in Central Texas, it is really special. It's going to be very nice for us, and uh, hopefully, well, hopefully, Chiquis, you won't, uh, you won't have a reason not to enjoy it. So, we do have you on. 
Yep. Oh, the other thing I want to talk to you all about is uh, uh, I went to the uh, the ML the uh, NLS two ATX presentation. I would guess I I, I was going to get audio, but uh, I'm not going to lie, I uh, I forgot my recorder. <laughs> Unfortunately, so I was uh, I was SOL there. But uh, but I but I did go and I, and, and I did the, the the gentleman who is the uh, the representative of the of the investment. I guess the ownership group that uh, owns uh, the crew was there to speak to uh, some of the prospective fans, and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. But uh, let's ju- let's jump right into, uh, into 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 Chivas talk, as, as, as we always seem to do on this show. I, I can't imagine why. I mean, I don't know why people don't. Union de Curtidores, or or remember Angeles Joel, Angeles de Puebla. Yeah, I, I, I remember hearing the name. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was in sixth grade. Uh, my sixth grade class went on like a like a field trip. It was like a three day weekend. We were going to go to. Uh, uh, it was to go see the, the the pyramid of Tepoztlan, which is up in the mountain. But the nearest place where you could stay it was this town called Huastepec that had like a. Well, I guess what I would call like a social security resort. It was just like a, that was a, like a resort. They had a, a pool and a actually had I had a, it was like I had some dorms and had a nice Olympic pool. And I thought they actually had a first division team for a while, Huastepec, uh, and uh, they had a nice little stadium there just outside of Mexico City. Uh, that was a team that I don't think uh, I don't think they're around much much at all anymore. But uh, so it's just it's just it's just a just a very varied and random. Amount of teams that have that have made uh, Liga MX in the in the in the first division. Of course, Chivas is not one of those. Chivas is a team that's uh, one of the originals. Uh, they're you know we, we were thinking they were going to you know uh, salvage the season by winning Copa MX. They go up one zero because Atlante paid the iron price, and unfortunately uh, for Chivas fans, Atlante ties it up, and then uh, Rodolfo Pizarro misses a penalty in the in the, in the penalties. And uh, Chivas is out of Copa Mekis, and now their season is officially officially on November first at eleven o'clock. We can go ahead and uh, write down time of death. We can we can toe tag Chivas for the rest of the year. Joel, my question to you is: is is does that signal now? Are we in the last throws of the? Almeida here. Is, is Almeida about to give his last breath and, and then lose 42 grams? He, I mean, <laughs> it's it comes down to, I wouldn't say results, more to his relationship with Higuera. You know, Higuera's just, even though he's the CEO, he likes to micromanage. He likes to act as a GM. So it comes down to that. More than more than anything else. So the 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 explanation will be well, you know, Chivas had a bad season, blah 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 blah. But the reality yeah. is, is is that the relationship is is now strained beyond repair, and it seems like the best move for all parties involved is to just go ahead and go separate ways. Yeah, and it's it's been for a while, you know. It's not. Yeah, it's have, not you know, heaven forbid having success. You know, how 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 terrible success must be for these teams to have to. Deal with all these egos. Yeah, that that is what it comes down to. I mean, I, I think he, you know, just looking at Miguel's track record, he's he's always 
has wanted to be at the forefront. You know, he he has always wanted to get a lot of the credit. Uh, the big reason he he paid so much for Pulido, you know, he 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 made that big move happen. But he was he, you know, just just why he got rid of the De La Torres because he he wanted more say in what happened with the team. So it's it's kind of the same thing with with Almeida now, where he wants. He wants to make the, the but, big move. But here's what I don't understand. Didn't he hire Almeida? Or did Vergara hire Almeida? He, no, no, it was it was Higuera, but it was more of like he wanted to get rid of the De La Torres. Well, why can't he take credit for hiring the coach and say, well, see, you know, if I wouldn't have brought him in, this wouldn't happen, and take credit for it anyway? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. It's hard to say, but like on the day-to-day, I just think that's where their relationship strained. Just on the day to day, and and I guess you know, coaches don't like to be told what to do, you know, because at the end of the day, when it's a bad result, they're gonna get the blame, you know. Right. Well, yeah, coaches get the blame on the losses, and the, and the players get the credit on the win. Yeah. So if if this guy tells them, I want you to line up these players, or I don't want this player, it starts it starts uh, you know causing problems, which was like. Oh man, just just the other day I was reading about um yeah, I think it was Ben Hacker, because I was doing some research on Joaquin Del Olmo. Uh he's the first first Mexican to go to Holland. Right. And he and uh the the, the coach that took him there was Leo Binhacker, who used to coach America. So while looking for research, there was an interview of why he got kicked out of America and he said because the then president of America um, told him told him to bench a certain player, like not to play him. So he played him anyways and kicked him out. So you know, I think stuff like that happens. And then we've seen that happen, you know, and and we've seen it with Iguera when how how um, Camoranesi quit, you know, five minutes before a match start because Iguera right. goes into the locker room and is probably telling them who to line up or who not to play. So he's, he's I think he's known for that. I mean, not only, not only did he quit, but Camaranesi has nothing to do with Mexican soccer after that. I mean, he just <laughs> and ran away. He's like, enough of this. And, he, and he's gone. I thought he was coaching another team. I mean, I thought I heard his name somewhere. Oh, I thought that he, I mean, I thought that he just, he disappeared. No, kind of like what's going to happen to Jimmy Lozano and, and Chiquis. And Chiquita and and Paco Valencia, they got their one chance. Oh man! But 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 that that's going to be that. They got their six games. That's right. Well, Valencia did get one season. I, well, I think got, they should have left them. Almost, he got, I mean, in the Mexican terms, he almost got three. <laughs> because he got you got the full you know the full calendar last year, and then and then and then and then starting this year. But uh, John, they should have just let let him finish the season, man. I mean. Is, well, isn't Puma right back and last? Yeah, if you're going to play this bad, I mean, it doesn't matter who's coaching. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just me. I mean, at least write it out. Well, I mean, write it out. and I feel the same way about, about Chiquis and, and Jimmy. I mean, honestly, I mean, did anybody think that that, that Puebla or Queretaro were going to have any any kind of chance? You know, if, if they were going to do anything, they, were, they might might be, you know, have a chance of getting, of getting like a seventh or eighth, maybe. I mean, for, for them, really. I mean, the reality is, let's let's just stay out of the relegation zone. I mean, that 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 that's really the 
Yeah. yeah that's that should just be the reality for those teams and you know for the for the owners to say, Oh no, you have to be you know cha- you know challenged for a championship every It's just not it's just not gonna be the case. No, but I mean if you're taking a gamble on a coach, the the least you could do is give him the whole season. Yeah, I agree, you know? I agree. Well they probably paid him for the whole season. Do they do. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They pay you. You know, so he gets uh, at least he gets at least he gets that. So then, uh, then Igera comes out. Uh, this, he says, "You know, you, you know, this 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 uh, season has been a catastrophe. You know, essentially, and uh, and you know, nobody is safe. You know, you know, players, coaches. You know, <laughs> oh, man. So, so so yeah, let's you know let let's let you know let, let let's go ahead and drop that threat now, get it out of the way, and then no one will remember it in uh, in three weeks when 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 nothing change when nothing will change, and 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 possibly the coach will still stay." Yeah, you know that's the second. That's the second time he he, he criticized because he said that ego, ego had gotten the best of the team. You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I, I, got I don't think he, he, sh- he should be saying anything. I got a clip where he says that Matias, uh, there's more time for him on the team. Hit it. It sounds like he uh, he might give him a chance. On. That was just a high. Like here, here is what he says. Este proyecto tiene personas y lo lo he platicado. No está manejado por por intereses ni económicos ni mercenarios. Está hecho realmente por personas. Por eso nos dolió tanto la falla que tuvimos como grupo. ¿no? Pero hablando ya de Matías Almeida, eh, es una persona excepcional como pocos en el medio. Tenemos muy claro nuestro proyecto de ciertos años. Eh, al contrario, creo que eh, él por la, el perfil que tiene, que es un, es un ganador, me considero igual, soy un ganador, me gusta hacer bien las cosas, él es igual de detallista, disciplinado, hay Matías Almeida para mucho tiempo, tenemos un compromiso con Jorge Vergara, con la afición de revertir esta situación, los cobardes y los, para mi punto de vista, los cobardes y los que vienen eh, y los mercenarios se bajan del barco en, en este tipo de situaciones. Yeah, get a little there. Well, there you have it. So, uh, you know, just goes to show you that, uh, you know, maybe you should uh, listen to what the man has to say instead of uh, read a report about it. So, no, I mean, the, 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 that right there says pretty much the exact lines, of what we've been saying. No, John, it's, it's, you have to read between the lines. Oh, I, 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 I understand that whole I understand and, that. But, and you know, yeah. he says, uh, my dad is a winner, but, but so am I. Right. You know? And you can see it right there. He, he's he's throwing himself right there back in back into the fray. Um, but but the whole thing about what to me was interesting because he says uh, he said he said well he still has the contract which is about three years left. And he says whoever gets gets you know whoever's not on board he's a coward. And we have been hearing a lot of rumors of no, not just a coward, but that uh, cowards are mercenaries. Yeah, so he's to me that he's he's kind of saying if Almeida leaves, that that's that's on Almeida if he leaves. So in in another toy, that was that was nothing more than just a completely uh, a thorough, passive aggressive, backhanded compliment toward to me. He's a great coach. He's a winner. But you know, you know, we got, uh, you know, if the, if, if the weaklings and the mercenaries leave when times are tough, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, and don't worry because I'm a winner too, he said. Uh, yeah. But, but, but yeah, there was another report from, and there was, this was on ESPN early in the morning, and they were saying that because uh, Iguera lost the bet, so he had to put on an Atlante jersey, and 
tweet it or Instagram it or whatever. But you wouldn't be able to see it, right, Hoyt? Because he's blocked you. He's yeah, he's blocked me. But so, so according to this reporter, they showed it to to uh, to Almeida, and then that he said, "Este pendejo y sus pendejadas." That's that's what that's what they're reporting. So you know. Well, they should, leave, they should leave the there is to, to the professionals here at the Cantina Mekis podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, especially yeah, after the drinks start flowing. But that's I mean, exactly right. But but this has been going on for a while, so who knows? Who knows? That? I, don't, I don't think Almeida has gotten any good offers, you know? And if he gets any, it's going to be from small teams. That, those are my best bet. Yeah, see, that's why I and I said it last week, and I and I maintain my position that that he will not go anywhere until the end of next season. Because I think I think Chivas has they have many they have a much better opportunity to show themselves, and he has a much better opportunity to showcase his abilities next season than he did, he did this season. With the and he's not going to get and he's going to have the full season. Not, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, you're right. I'm just saying he's not going to get he's not going to get paid. He's not going to get a better paycheck. No. That he's not, and 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 the only way he's going to go is uh, is if you know if if he pulls the double, then he then then he will absolutely he will he won't be hotter. Yeah, yeah, he's because his stock has gone down right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's and it's a shame because uh, and it's not just him. I mean, just the whole you know for 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 a good you know at least the past three or four seasons. Maybe even longer. You know, the Liga Mekis owners hadn't been firing coaches as much as them. I mean, you know, it, well, it wasn't more than 10, 15 years ago where you'd have eighteen teams, and by the and by the end of the season, uh, you know, from May to or from from July to April, you know, and what I would consider just like the, you know the regular season, you know, out of the eighteen teams, you know, fifteen of them would have would have a different coach than than what started back in April. And and for a while there wasn't like that. I mean, it's, it's the only they finally calmed down on that on on that you know the, that that hasty change the coach as fast. But in but in this past Liga MX uh, short tournament, there there have been eight eight coaches fired. Eight. And uh, you know, there's only eighteen teams, and the season's not over yet. I mean, they do it in mid season. It's just it's just. That's a that's a risk. Yeah. Almeida. I think Almeida, he had a new going in that Chivas was like the best, one of the top teams in Mexico. And if he did well, he could boost himself up. And then the national team talk came. He could have uh, very well fit into the mercenary category if he would have uh, like jetted out, took a national team job. Okay, so here's my next uh, question. Does that? Here's my next question that I will ask. I will pose a question to both of you. So say you know he has a so-so season. You know Mexico has the World Cup. The phone doesn't ring for Almeida in the summer like you thought it would. You know, he's not going to coach Chivas. He's still kind of hanging out in Guadalajara. You know, and then, then Televisa calls and says, hey, why don't you come coach a national team? Would he do it? Yes. His, his, okay. uh, that was always his intention, you know. Uh, when, when his agent came into Mexico, it was to negotiate. He, he came right after they had sacked Piojo. Right. And that's what he was looking, that was what he was looking to get. And he even tried going after Paraguay um, right before they changed coach. Now, so, why Now, why would he want to coach Mexico? Get, you know, just exposure, you know? Okay, okay. exposure for what? 
Perfect. Everything, you know, Perfect. you play all these international tournaments, you, you get to go to the right. local. Yeah. And then that's the and thing about if, the and, 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 and if he has success with Mexico, would that, would that lead to better things for him? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's, his mind is set to be in Europe. Yeah. He would like to be in like Italy or Spain, you know. So, so he's using, he would then use Mexico as, as a stepping stone to, to yeah. get to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like recently there was a, there was the newspaper uh, a story from a, one of the English press when they were linking him to Leicester or Leicester. Leicester City. But to me, that was like when you just pay, you know, you pay some journal to put the story up, you know, to, to create right. some, to create Buzz. some noise in that. I, yeah, I feel agent. that was his agent. That was his agent just creating buzz, saying, look, EPL teams are looking at him, you know? Right. Um, and and I, I, I don't think he would fit into EPL just because I don't, I don't – it's not like po- Pochettino, you know, that played over so, there. And so so you're, so and you're okay. You, you would be okay then if, if, if Almeida does – Decently with the national team, and then and then uses that to springboard over to Europe. No, no, I mean, my my take on him, like if if he would stay a long time with Chivas, I would be fine. You know, uh, but no, but what I'm saying, obvious. what I'm saying is, is, is say is say he goes to the national team, you know, does okay, and then and then jumps over and then jumps over to Europe. You're you're, you're okay with that? You're okay with that uh, with his career yeah. path at that point? You it, it yeah, wouldn't bother I, you that he made that that he said that he just saw. Uh, the national team was a stepping stone just to get to bigger and better things? Yeah, in many ways, Chivas is a stepping stone for him, you know? Right. Well, uh, I'm talking I about this. As, as, long as, as long as he puts in the, the work, which he's obviously is doing, you know, he's he's not he's, he's not like he's going to have to get good results and win. So it's not just just being with the national team won't be enough. He's going to have to, you know, win some good games. Right. Yeah, so I mean, no, as long as he does his job, it, I don't mind. The the one with with a kid. With so why? So then why why it. is it then? Why is it then, Hoen, that that Juan Carlos Osorio is is, is going to do the exact same thing, but that really chaps your ass. No, no. See, what what bothers me is the rotation. That's. That's that's always been my yeah, main but, saltiness. But, but, but in in your contempt, you go, and not only that. But he's just using Mexico as a stepping stone to get somewhere else, and that really bothers. I don't. I don't remember saying that, John. I think. I think I have. I think. I think if we go back to the videotape. Oh, you guys, you guys didn't like if, him before the road when he first came on. You didn't like him, and and he hadn't. He, no, I'm, John, I'm just. I'm just. One, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's not you specifically, Hoel. But it, but it's but it's but oh. it's other folks. That 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 say you know and how you know how dare he use Mexico. So it just, it just, I just find it interesting that uh, you know why it would be that that for one coach it's you know it's perceived negatively to do the exact same thing as as it would be for an Is It's because that he's been in Liga Mekis for four or five years, and it, it seemed like it'd be just a natural progression. Is, is, is that the difference there? You think? That's yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about you specifically. I'm talking about just like just like I mean, people. I mean, and, and you guys have heard it. Mr. That, uh, Mr. that people say, oh, you know, and then Osorio is just using this to, you know, just to get somewhere else. But, you know, but but if, you know, somebody like Almeida did it, I, 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 I don't think people would have a problem with it. 
Well, one of the, one of the main complaints with uh, Mr. Drawn was that he didn't know the Mexican player well. He didn't know the league. Um, and Almeida's been here a little while, so you know that would be a plus. But I don't know his, you know. Drawn's... So as, as long as you pay your dues, so to speak, in Liga MX, then that, that that gives you then the well, get familiar with the league, get familiar with how uh, things the, work, the, the privilege of of. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just. Asking I do not... think they did. A lot of fans would take the national team personal. So they want, you know, they're going to want someone to feel the same way about it as them, you know? Okay, I was just said, you know, it's just, I, I just, I just found it interesting that, uh, that those, that those attitudes do exist. And I, and I think y'all are right. I think, I think because of the fact that, you know, if Almeida did, did, did and if, and if he does complete, you know, complete the, the four year thing, which let's just face it, the uh, the odds are against him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, then 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 yeah, I think he would absolutely earn. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Vasco uh, Aguirre ended up at 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 uh, at Atletico. I mean, that, that that's a yeah. that's a pretty good gig. You know, that's and he took them to the Champions League a couple of years. Yeah, the first time they had qualified in about yeah. a decade. Yeah, so he, yeah. you know, uh, you know. I've, Basco, I think you know. I know that they, they that they got rid of him, but I think that he could have gone anywhere after 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 leaving Atlético, and he chose to go to Mexico. I think that says a lot about Basco. Yeah, well, it, I mean, he's... they must they must have thrown a a, a pile of money at him. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, seriously, they must they must have just uh, just just backed a dump truck full of cash and just and just dumped it on his driveway and said, "Is will, will this be enough?" Yeah, because he really kind of gave up on his. I'm not gave up on his, but like you know, put his his career on halt to do that. Yeah, that that's where I felt Herrera messed up after the World Cup. I had written an article and I say, you should just leave, you know, leave on the high note, right off into the sunset, and then wait till they come looking for you, because if you stay, right. they're just going to tear you down. And it happened as soon as the Gold Cup. I was surprised how many, how many like uh, the media, especially Mexican media, how much they were attacking Piojo. You know. Well, let's let's not let's not forget that. Uh, well, there, I mean, there were a couple of things that the team was looked terrible, and you know there there were many reasons why the team looked terrible. To me, the biggest reason was that that a lot of them had been playing in two months, and yeah, you know, you don't do anything for two months, and you're going to be rusty. I'm not, I'm not I'm not making excuses for the players. It's, it's just it's just a fact. Uh, you know the whole political tweets that he did, and then uh, pretending like it wasn't a big deal. Uh, you know for two weeks or whatever it was. I mean he just you know he a, a lot of and then of course what he did at the end, a lot of that was uh, was 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 self inflicted. But I but I mean the, the great thing about Bioko is that he's obviously learned from that. I mean and he has completely. He, you know, he had a, he had, you know, image rehab, and 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 uh, he's he's, I think he's come out of it better, and uh, you know, I think that he'll do, he'll do real well, and 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 it wouldn't shock me if, if he doesn't get opportunities to go down to, uh, I mean, he's already had to go down to South America, and uh, how great would that be if if Piojo goes to, like a Chile or a Paraguay or uh, Ecuador or someplace, and like just. Just just knocks the piss out of teams in Copa America, makes it like the finals. You know how how great would that be? Yeah, 
Yeah, bit disappointed he didn't take he didn't take the chile job when it was offered. Well, you don't know if it was offered or not. That could have been the agent. He he said he said it on a, one of the radio one of the one of his TV interviews. I think it was before Pizzi. I think they offered it to Piojo. Really? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe they couldn't. Maybe they, maybe the money was wasn't right for him. I mean, that's a commitment, man, to go. No, but yeah, at that point, yeah, but at that point, you have to put that aside. You know, everybody has a currency, and obviously, it didn't uh, meet his um, for whatever reason. But you're right, though. You know, I mean, well, that, that again, I mean, then is you know what what. Uh, you know what's more important to him, his legacy or 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 working. You know, his lifestyle or his legacy. What's more important to Pioco? Yeah, the the one the one thing I've heard is that you know he's Televisa's go-to guy, and so they they told him to be on standby because he's they're going to give him the national team at some point again. But why would he want it though? I mean, that's <laughs> revenge. I don't know, man. You got to get revenge on that. Oh, the last one, do better, prove himself. Who knows? Well, I mean, he's obviously changed as a coach. I mean, there, there's no question that he has uh, elevated his game tactically. Uh, you know, I, I, would, I, I would, I would not hesitate to say that he's probably the the the, the best Mexican coach right now. Yeah, the stats, the stats, you know. Because if they didn't have a, uh, I'm sorry, Joel, if uh, Mexico didn't have a Liguilla, if they just had like a regular soccer season, he would have won champion last year. Yeah. Yeah, the the stats are in his favor on on just games one and and stuff like that. I think he was ahead of uh, Turco. Right. And, uh, And I forgot who was in third place. Could have been Almeida, but... Those were the main, the three coaches with, with, with the better stats. You know, uh, speaking of Turco, Monterrey's got a pretty damn good team. I saw them uh, play against Santos this week, and I know Santos was playing with uh, with a majority youth team. But that doesn't change the fact that the the the, the Monterrey was connecting really well, uh, and 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 frankly, they could have won the game for a lot worse because uh, they were just uh, having problems on some of the counterattacks. But the, but they are uh, uh, the the their team that that people are going to have to deal with. Obviously, they're in, they're in first place. That's signing for yeah. for Abiles. That was really good. He's been like a excellent player for them. I don't see how they got him. That's they stacked the team with him. Aviles Hurtado, who is going to uh, be eligible to be called up to the national team in Mexico in uh, at, at the in the new year, he will have spent five years uh, at that point in Mexico, which would meet the the FIFA requirement. And uh, uh, late word today, uh, here Thursday, uh, before before we 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 tape the show. Uh, there was news that 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 uh, that, that, that Beckerman was going to uh, see. Now you said that that's the one guy you can't uh, 
you, you can't anglicize his name because it just doesn't sound right. You know, it's, 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 so you have to call Beckerman. Beckerman. Uh, you can't call him Pecker Man. I mean, come on, come on. Come on, chickies. It's, uh, it's, it's not right. No. So, so Beckerman apparently is going to call him up. So, and then people, and, 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 and somehow it's Osorio's fault that, that he still has to wait, uh, you know, whatever it is, no, two or three months. There's a Federativos too, where they, but there's no, there, there, there's, there's nothing here that, if, if, if the other guy, if Columbia calls him up, the Columbia calls him up, he, yeah, se acabo. No, I know, but I wouldn't just place the blame on the, on the, on the manager. But there's, of, there's no the blame to, to place, period, is what I'm saying. But people, yeah, uh, no, I agree. Have to blame. I, I agree, but but I'm saying if if you're really looking for, if you want to blame someone, then blame the Federación, you know. Why? Because because they they're the ones that have to look out for the interest of the club, of the club of the team. I mean, so if you see this player that you think he's gonna be good, you know, even in the long run, you still go and you talk to him, you see how he feels about joining the national team. You don't leave it up to the manager because the manager could be gone the next week. Right. No, I mean, I understand that, but I mean, I don't necessarily agree that you have to like actively recruit a guy. Well, I mean, I think for like a, a foreigner like that, I, I mean, I would, yeah. I would just see, just to fill him out, just to see how, what he thinks about it, you know? Meet me in the corner. <laughs> No, but that's how they've, they've, you know, especially with players that have dual, dual nationalities, that's how they've done it, you know, they, that's you know, so. and when you, when you see players that end up choosing like the U.S. over Mexico, and, and if you see interviews, and, and they say, that was they, one they of the things that, they made me a better yeah. Or, or just they made them feel like they were going to be part of the team because at least they were meeting with people as opposed to you never heard anything from from the other camp. Or then they they feel like, well, if I don't if I don't take this opportunity, I may never get it again. So say just 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 across the board, they need to change their their strategy. Well, as opposed, which is. I mean, the strategy right now is is, the, is don't do a thing, don't do anything, and you and you're suggesting, hey, why don't you at least ask the guy if he's interested, if if if, if down the road, if it's a possibility, would you would you consider it? Well, yeah, especially with really good players, and and, and, and I and then nurture it from there. So you would so say say they do that, you would be totally okay with Aviles Hurtado playing for Mexico in, in in the World Cup next year. Yeah, wouldn't be the first time, John. We've had Senia, we've had. Uh... Franco and oh, nine nine and with and with nine nine rule we're, we're, we're gonna end it's, up in the World Cup with more more. These guys came out and expressed interest though. Like I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't be the first one. It's sort of like a boyfriend girlfriend thing, man. I wouldn't be the first one to go out and say, "Hey, man, you want you want to join my? You want to? You have any interest?" <laughs> it's sort of like you're desperate and stuff. And <laughs> I would, I would. No, that's because a senior. It's like feeling yeah. someone out, though, man. You, it's like flirting. You, you, you flirt with them to see if, if want to come. They, if they what you do back. is you, you slip them a little note that says, "Hey, 
You want, you want to play for Mexico? You have a box of you know, yes yeah. and a box for no. Maybe. Have them cl- have them have them <laughs> mark it, fold it up, and then like leave it and you know leave it in your locker, and that way they'll know exactly what's going on. Exactly. Wait for him. Wait for him to go out to the press and say, "Yeah, I'd love to play with Mexico," or "Yeah, you know," and then go, "Okay, I heard you said this," and you know, let's let's talk or whatever. No, but the, there are players that are coveted, so then you you at least wanna. You know, and then the player too. They they don't want to like ruin their their career. But I don't think you could ruin like if you're if like Aviles if he's already in a Liga MX and he's gonna be like a mainstay, then he won't. You know, it would just it would just improve it. Right. I mean, I, I absolutely understand where you're where you're coming from, but I mean, but to me, there's no. I but mean, I, I know what you understand, but I mean, if if. You know, if, if 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 he's having a good go around, and, and you know, he could say no to Colombia too. I mean, you know, there is that. Yeah. And it's not like Osorio and 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 Avilés don't know. I mean, he he played for Osorio when Osorio was coaching in Colombia, so they obviously know each other. And and from what I'm led to understand, they actually have a pretty decent relationship. So Osorio is Colombian, though. He might not want to do that to his motherland. Take one of one of its sons away. He probably won't be welcome back. There is that too. Yeah. To which, uh, oh, I was slow on the draw, but we do have a we do have a response to that. No bueno. <laughs> so there you go. Man, Hoan, what a downer, man! You just you just totally took the air out of the whole podcast with that. With what? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we just kind of hit a lull, you know, here at the with a, a, a good a good opportunity to uh, to switch topics. You know, the, the coach that did get fired this week was uh, was Chacho, and you know, just like Miguel Herrera, I mean, I mean, how could you take Chacho go that seriously with that haircut? See, I mean, I'm I'm being dead serious. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling you that goofy ass haircut cost him a chance to to play out the whole season. Yeah, well, supposedly it was over the over wages. Supposedly, uh, Cholos hasn't been paying wages. I find it a little difficult to believe, you know. Yeah, I mean, don't they own a casino? I mean, don't people come and just give them money? They're in the business of people just volunteering yeah. cash. They cut the caliente. Um, so I don't know, man. I mean, their stadium is right next to a racetrack, is it not? You know, and, and there's been sometimes where it's like, it might not even be that they don't have money. It's just that sometimes I've seen where, where like, the club will be like, we're going to withhold wages until you guys start playing good. And one of the one of the rumors that was going by was that the players – Reaction to that was to throw the game against Chivas. Do you believe that? I don't know, man. Anything's possible, Liga makes. I've seen a bunch of stuff. You know? Who knows? Who knows? That is... uh... That is, but the the news I did see today, and you know, again, this could be uh, you know agent agent talk 
as well. But uh, the the rumor has it that they're that they that they want uh, Jurgen. Klinsman or them? No, Klinsman. For to be their coach. Didn't they appoint someone already? I thought they had some other Argentine already. No, no, no. But, but uh, they haven't appointed. I mean, it's an interim. But but they want. Oh, Interino. They want to bring him in. They want. They want Jurgen. Just they just want his name. I don't know. It would be interesting. Doesn't he live in Newport Beach? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he stayed here, but I mean, which is what an hour and a half from the border. <laughs> He'll bring a lot of German, uh, German Mexicans from. Uh, That's right. From the military, there's bound to be a few if you look for them. <laughs> yeah, if someone could find them, it'll be a, uh, it'll be Americans of Mexican descent, so from Germany. I think it'd be really cool if you would have been coached in, in Liga MX, honestly. I like it a lot. Well, yeah, it would be interesting to see what he brings to the table. I don't I don't know. I don't know much about his tactics, you know. Oh, who cares about his tactics? Like you said, it's just a name. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean Jurgen to me is probably, is probably a little like Duca, where his tactics are, hey, boys, what, what do you all want to do today? Or, you know. I think he's more of a player's guy. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he's more of a player's guy. Jurgen. I think, I think that Jurgen is the kind of coach that does better with veterans than with um, than with like 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 young players that that need to be coached. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't had any offers, has he? Like since. No, but again, but I mean, it's because he lives in Newport Beach. I mean, if he lived in you know, if he lived in Munich, he would probably have offers. But you know he's living his anonymous life in in Newport. It looks like Dan survived the 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 Vol Azul. Yes, I I survived. Good evening. Good Daniel, evening Pre- Daniel Preciado joins us from. <coughs> yeah, I'm a little uh, under the weather, so. <clears throat> But yes, uh, looking looking my wounds uh, as uh, well mentioned. Oof! I don't know what to say, Dan. I really don't. I feel bad. For, I really do feel bad for you. I think I personally find it worse to get that far and, and to come up just short. I'd but, rather but, not get there. But. Well, now, at least I mean, was it like you know? At the very least, I mean, at least it wasn't like a tenth inning gut wrencher, you know. I, well, I, you know what? The, at least it was uh, over in the second inning. You're like, okay. I, I I thought it was over after uh, was it game? Uh, was it game five? I believe. Right. The, the, the I thought crazy it was over one? then. So, so so the acceptance was kind of a. I had already accepted it by Tuesday, so I felt like most of this week kind of felt like playing with house money almost. Well, the reality was is that uh, I don't follow baseball that much closely as, as I used to. Neither do I. But holy smokes, that was just that was just incredibly entertaining. And I can't remember how seen just so many crazy little things that happened in all those games. It was just nuts. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, John. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a baseball fan, but it was an entertaining uh, series. 
But you're right, though. It's it seemed like uh, Dan, like 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 when 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 a team absolutely had to have it more, Houston always always seemed to come up. I mean, I thought it was just just incredible. I mean, they just got clutch hit after clutch hit and and big. But the Dodgers did too. But Houston just got the one more. It was just it was it was nuts. It was a great series. Um, yeah. It, it's odd, like considering how many runs were scored and how many home runs were hit. When but you look at the averages and. At least for the Dodgers, they uh, collectively they they were they were quite poor, um, and they they lacked a lot of time in hitting, especially in that last game. I mean, I don't know how many left runners are left stranded, but it them's the breaks, you know. That, that, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you could join us. Um, so now I guess I get to get back into uh, 100% back into soccer mode. That's right. Which uh. Which I was uh, simultaneously paying attention to to the the Santos game, and I believe they lost four one. So they got Yay. they got they got, spanked. Whammy. <laughs> they, got, they, got whammy there. they got spanked pretty good. No bueno. Yeah, so just a rough <laughs> night for Dan. Rough night for Dan. So we we'll, we'll, that that that's we'll, we'll go ahead and put the kibosh on the on the on the on the on the, on the Wait, baseball baseball talk. He needs he needs some sad fluid for that. I wasn't gonna do the sad. It's been a sad food season. That's gonna be my just my my uh, my welcoming jingle now. That's uh. I wore black today. I would have too. For all those dodgers suffering. Did you did you did you play your your Morrissey playlist to the office and back from the office? I had unlovable. On a loop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen. The self-loathing was, was strong today. Yeah. Yeah. At least it hasn't come out like a, a Lady Santo or something like that. Like Lady uh, Santo? <laughs> Ladies. Oh, like... Uh, Just recently, a Pumas, right. the Revel, came out with their little wine session. So the actual... <laughs> See the clip of the little guys talking to uh, Gallardo and two other dudes. That's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Hey, Cruz Azul, I was telling you guys if they lost to Tigres, now now they're going up against Morelia. Another defeat, and Cruz Azul could be on the outside again. You know, I was hoping Metalero would join us tonight because I really wanted to get into some uh, into some. He said the pain's been too real. Cementero talk. Y la cruz azuleo. But, but uh, yeah. Speaking of cruz azuleadas, uh, did y'all see Kiki McConaughey was going to get mad at me, but uh, did y'all see what happened to, to River Plate? <laughs> no, we're not. No, what, what, they, were, they were up 3-0 in the first leg, and uh, let's just say they didn't advance. And uh, yeah, so they they lost uh, of all teams Lanús. So Lanús is in the is in the Libertadores final against uh, Gremio. But, you know, and someone was talking about because uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's still River Plate's coach uh, Muñeco Gallardo. Right. So he's another guy that's being mentioned to come to Mexico. Um, Gallardo is is planning some team and. Caixinha as well seems to be headed back. He's being linked to Cruz Azul now. 
I wonder who, uh, see, I also saw him link to, to, to Cholos and, and sadly saw him link to Pumas, which I think would be a terrible mistake. Caixinha to Pumas? Yeah. Who would you like to see, John? I'm not sure Caixinha would, would be successful anywhere he went. I mean, oh. <laughs> I'm not totally convinced that he, that he, anywhere uh, there wasn't Santos. No, honestly, I'm not totally convinced that, that, he was like the 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 miracle oh, worker behind it. He just got lucky. I, I think there might have been a, an element to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah. made the tournament in eighth place. They beat Tigres on on a, on a fluky goal, and then of all things, Chuletita Orozco scores a, a first half poker. Yeah. Then they smack my chivas around too. Let, let's let's keep things, everything in perspective. <laughs> no, no, Dan, I I agree. I, you know how I seen happen similar uh, some. Uh, Chucho Ramirez with the under-17. I think he got lucky in some respects because he was never able to do anything after that. <laughs> that was like his one good tournament. And then after that, he he just failed. Well, then I actually think Aysenia would actually be okay for Cruz Azul. But, but a place like Pumas. Pumas needs... Uh, Players? I'll tell you who. <laughs> well, they do need that, but 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 Pumas, in order for Pumas to be where it needs to be, is is, is they need to get their their youth thing going because they cannot compete otherwise. I mean, they cannot compete. So, I know. I, have I, they, the have they made years, any changes to that to their to their youth system recently? Well, they haven't. But uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot like when uh, when Daryl Royal was coaching here at UT, and uh, you know he could he had unlimited recruiting. Like you could you have as many guys on his team as you wanted. Basically, I mean, never you never had like four hundred guys on his team. But when 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 things started going south for him, when the other teams started catching up, you know they were, uh, you know they they asked him, you know, why are you struggling this season? It's because of those two kids that that beat my ass. You know, the, you know last year they'd be on my bench. That's why they're beating. You know, that's why they're beating us. And I think that that's what's happening to Pumas. I think that that, that uh, where they used to get every player. Every very every decent youth player, they, they, there's more competition. They need to step it up. Maybe they need to uh, start looking looking in uh, undiscovered areas. I'm sure there's plenty still. Absolutely. I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that. I mean, I don't know how many. Uh, I'm sure the majority of the Pumas players are Mex- are Mexico City. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is one quarter of the country as far as population, which is unbelievably <clears throat> scary if you think about it. Yeah, no, I do think. I mean, they just need to improve their scouting. Uh, right? Did they need to bring exactly? Was it who was it? I think was it was it Al that posted that article? It was an old article written by Tom Marshall, uh, highlighting Pachuca, how they how they started improving their youth program, and he said how they had to how they had to scout kids from ten years old. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, a lot of the, a lot of their players that are doing good now are, are, you know, players they had since they were ten. And uh, but yeah, that that's probably what they need. Did now. they did they just dis- did they discuss where they're looking, or is it just locally? Everywhere. Everywhere. Said how they. The Mexico and the U.S. Even in the U.S. And it was funny the the comment he made about the U.S. players. <laughs> but yeah, they got scouts all over the place because they're 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 too expensive once they get older in age. So at, at 10 years old, he said that that's where, you know, the price is, is lower so that they can develop them and 
of course, throw in. And... So it's well, a, well, he, he was saying he well, get, well, he was saying they needed to go as far down as 10 because, you know, like the older kids wanted to go to like the more known clubs, you know. So they'd be already, they're probably already scooped up by them. Already yeah. beat by them. Yeah, I believe, I believe the word you're looking for there, Dan, is divas. They did already be divas. Be divas at twelve. <laughs> I thought you said Chivas. So no, I was like, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, but I mean, but but that's what's happened to Pumas is that they're just. I mean, where, where they used to have that entire market locked up, uh, now they have competition, and they, and and but but their entire, you know, their their the essence, their core, who their their identity for Pumas is is bringing in the youth players. And, and, I mean, I've been talking about this, Chico, we've talked about this for years that, the, you know, five years ago we said, hey man, there's nobody coming up. And, and, and this is, this is the result of that. John, does, does Pumas have a team in, in, in Liga de Ascenso? They do not. They used to have, uh, Pumas Morelos. Well, uh, yeah. But, because look. It's the same thing as Chivas. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, they, when they had Tapatio, even going way back to like Chivas Tijuana, so they would send a lot of the players. And and the team from 06, when you had all that Canter, you know, when you had a, a, a big chunk of them were Canteranos, but a lot of them had gotten good experience playing in Liga de Ascenso. They had spent a couple of years, so they were more prepared. And when you just, you have them playing youth tournaments or under 20 league, and then you throw them into Liga MX with all these experienced players, and then they they end up not doing so good. Taking right. longer to adjust. Yeah, man, that's what you guys need, man. Get get that Liga de Ascenso team going. Because you, you, you have up to 10, 15 players getting regular well, playing time. Well, Liga de Ascenso also needs the teams. <laughs> You know, the, the, you know, to fill out their schedule. So they have what, like like seven teams, and you guys sense around. I mean, it's it's not that many, so it might as well start throwing the. Uh, you guys got the the reserve squads there. You guys got to listen to this clip. The lady Puma, she talks about the uh, foreigner. <laughs> Hit me. It's only it's it's only part of it because there's other dudes that are talking as well. Um, but this is take this out. Se los agradecemos. Pero ¿dónde están los pinches extranjeros? Nada más vienen a jalar el dinero de aquí. Ni pantalones tienen para venir. No salen corriendo como las ratas. Eso no, muchachos. Porque los hemos apoyado en todos los estadios de todo el mundo. Y pregúntenle a David y pregúntenle a Landa. Apoyo. Pero compañeros nuestros han muerto en las carreteras por seguir a este equipo y seguir los colores. Y no se vale. Lleven el mensaje. She's, she's complaining about the foreigners. Just, you know, not, not hustling. They haven't done a thing. I mean, sir. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, Guerron has been awful, uh, awful. I mean, it was a terrible signing to begin with. You know, they have a couple of Chileans that, uh, frankly, I don't know what they. I don't know what what purpose they serve. What their role is. Is my boy still on there? Who's Who's your boy? Was his name uh, Ravelo? <sighs> He, he's like he's like the guy that drives me the craziest. <laughs> so he's still in the squad, okay? Yeah. Well, you like that? Dude. Mostly, you uh, like that? Do you, Dan? He yeah, he, um, did, he, he doesn't do, and he literally doesn't do anything. Just yeah, he didn't do anything for us either. So, so <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how he's getting. You know, none of that, but he's starting. It's, it's, it's so frustrating. It's like, why is this guy? All oh, the hasn't been starting as much lately. Yeah, but he just he's just he's just. 
Yeah, I don't know what he does. I don't know and what then, his purpose is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his, his purpose apparently is, is is to wander around the field and then miss sitters. That's what he is. He's the sitter misser. He's the he's the left sitter misser. That, that's the position he plays. No, it's uh, it's it's just it's been it's been extremely frustrating and uh, more so. At least at least at least the the bulk of the team is the youth player, but it, but it goes to show you how 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 horribly coached or or or, or how how little talent they have if it's a majority cantera team and they're in dead last place. So they obviously have not been producing the talent that. Frankly, Pumas has been has you know it is it is is what their reputation has been built on for you know two or three generations, and it's just not there anymore. And it's and it's a problem. It's a it's a big it's it's not just a problem for 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 Pumas. It's a problem for Mexico. I think that's where teams like Santos and Pachuca are chomping at the bit to. to... I guess replace those types of teams. Well, I mean, and, and that's fine that they can do that, but there's no reason why Puma, Pumas. I mean, again, it's a country of 100 million people. I think they can find talented kids. Yeah, no, for sure. I just think that when when it comes to, as time goes on, kids are going to be leaning toward teams that they feel are are, are going to provide them the best opportunities. Right, and then, and I, I, I don't know. At least by like the most sexiest of teams right now, especially right now with with their boy shining in, in at PSV. They are, yeah, they're, they're, as far as for kids uh, that are concerned, you're absolutely, uh, you're absolutely, and I will tell you, Dan, I did watch a uh, part of the, because I'm not going to lie, I watched the World Series, but I couldn't bear to watch when the Dodgers were batting, because it just, I was just getting so nervous, <laughs> and I was getting mad at myself, why am I getting so nervous? This is ridiculous. But, uh, I just uh, so I, was, I, I was in I was in bed for two of the games and I angrily turned it off right away and just like turned over and, and closed my eyes for game yeah. five and, and game seven. Yeah. That, that, did, that, you, that did, did, did you hate sleep? No, sleep was welcome, man. I just wanted to. Huh. I just didn't want to feel the pain, so I'm just like I'm, I just hope I'm able to go to sleep soon <sighs> and I wake up and, and it doesn't I, feel. I, dude, I, I feel for you, man. I, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, yeah. But luckily, you know, the team that I follow the the, the most, my, my, that's closest, dearest to my heart, is um, made me more than accustomed to disappointment. So, so here I am, I'm back uh, discussing uh, Mexican footy. But yeah, no, the Mexican national team, I think, uh, has provided me the biggest of heartaches. So I think all these other ones are they're minor. You know, like the the first the first cut is the deepest. Is that, is that how the song goes? Sure. Um, one day you'll be yeah. That's what, one day you'll be like Joel, and it won't affect you at all. You'll be all started up. And all yeah, and that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so Joel, we're not necessarily peeling back the onion, peeling back the layers of the onion for you. We're just we're cutting through the scar tissue. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Así pasa. I understand. Así pasa. Now, I, I will. I will say. Uh, uh, Dan, that uh, that you, the the youngster did play last night, uh, Cisneros, and he, uh, I like him. He try he tries stuff. We mean like uh, shots on goal, like he's this, not like yet. He, he, he looks for a, a he tries and things. Takes it. Yeah, he tries things, you know. And he's he's not just a guy that uh, that, that is just is just sit there to 
either to be a target or, 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 or to be a, a finisher, you know, just someone who gets out of the pinza and that's it. No, he, he, he tries stuff. I was like, man, this, he almost scored a, a spectacular Globito. Spectacular. It ended up hitting the top of the crossbar. I was like, God, that would have been the, oh, just an incredible. It was, it was a really tight angle. It was, it was, it was, and I was like, damn, it's like, you know, what, what a, what a smart thing to try. And it, and, like and, and it almost worked. Yeah, exactly. He just has, that's, uh, if they can develop him, he's going to be good. Very good. I noticed that, uh, on a couple of, I, I, I'm, you know, they're, they're tough. He's tough to, to, to catch sometimes, but the times I have seen him, I, I've noticed that as well, that he's just, uh, ambitious with it, with, with the stuff he tries, which is, I think that's great. Cause, uh, I think all too often we see our strikers, uh, and maybe I'm exaggerating, but at least I feel that, you know, a first touch strike is, is unheard of. They need to control it. They need to, um, you know, allow the defense a couple extra steps to, to close the space. And then they like to kick the shot straight to the goalkeeper. You know, that is, uh, the first touch thing is, is, is my biggest qualm with League I make is the, the the extra touch when 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 you can shoot? It, 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 I see it more in league. Well, there's another league where I see it just as much, uh, which is MLS. But but in league I make, it just it's just ugh. You know, please can you just you know, one one touch it at the you know, please. Yeah, I will say that that's the uh, the one thing that I have noticed that has that has changed in in Chucky's game is that he is not. Like 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 trying to keep, trying to break the net when he shoots, he's just trying to get it in the net now, and he's and he's placing instead of shooting. And I think there's a time and a place to shoot, but uh, his goals, most of his goals, have come from hard passes in the net. And uh, he was a uh, he was a. Uh, I don't think he had that discipline uh, before he before he got over there. So that's if, if that was the first thing they showed him, that was it was a great thing to show him because he's obviously having a terrific season over there. I mean, we can't discount. I, that. I also think it takes uh, calmness because I think uh, I I kind of see what you're saying. Right? I think, yeah, you just kind of have to be cool headed and, and pick your spot as opposed to just losing your brain and just blasting yeah. through it. I mean, just the, that goal hoping. that he scored, even even in the goal against against Trinidad and San Luis, he did the exact same thing because he it was there was a textbook PSV play where he, you know, he came crashing in the side, the ball was there, and you know he he could have killed it, right? Just sent it, you know, as hard as he could, and he ended up just 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 you know pushing it into the back of the net. It was, was, it, was it was a pass into the net. Yeah, te vas, Joel. Sí, antes de que me peguen. Vaya, well, hasta la próxima. Later, man. All right, late. Later, on. Thanks. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> just, just a little taste of it before you go. A taste. <laughs> All right, Joel. Have a great night. Thanks for joining us. That's, that's like the, the Luis Suarez and Chicharito sort of mentality that strikers have or goal scorers have that some players. A lot of players, um, Chucky, I don't, I don't see it too much, but, uh, want to have a perfect, comfortable, high percentage type of shot with their strong foot. And that's what screws them up instead of just like toe poking it or doing whatever with your cleat or something awkward. And that's what a lot of Luis Suarez types of goals are. And, and even Chicharito where they just, and that's fine. I mean, and, that, and that's their style. Uh, and I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, it goes, I bit. Well, and that, that was kind of my point about, uh, about, uh, Cisneros for, for Santos is that, you know, yeah, he can do that, 
but he also, you know, he actually, you know, wants to individually try other things. You know, he's, he's not just, you know, there to, you know, to clean up or to finish or to, you know, head the ball in or whatever it is. And so, so that, you know, that, that's where I think he has a lot of, you know, Raul Jimenez is, is, is kind of the same way. And he had a chance to score a goal against uh, Manchester in the uh, Champions League and it ended up hitting the post. It was like just really unfortunate. It's like almost but, like, uh, it's emblematic of his entire career, right? Yeah, just almost brilliant. Exactly. So it's the uh, yeah, you, you you couldn't have uh, placed that any better for him. Just a disappointing, uh, disappointing season. Kind of say that for a lot of them that are over there this season. It's been uh, not the greatest, but I mean, what is it? Uh, Hector Herrera got a goal this week. You know, I'm, I'm I don't understand what goes on with him at Porto because he like he doesn't play for spells, and then when I see him playing, he's wearing the captain's armband. So it's like, yeah, that's a bit of a mystery. I don't I don't see how you can be on such a. You figure like if he's if he's captaining, then he's got to be some he's got to be pretty important to the squad, but not important enough to start every match. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of a head scratcher for sure. Exactly. And uh the one who has obviously cashed it in is uh, is Carlos Vela. He is uh I'm sure he's uh on, you know, when he's at home, at home he's perusing the Pacific Palisades uh MLS listings. He's checking out Redfin. That's right. To see uh <laughs> to see what where his next house is going to be or uh you know down in a was it Hermosa Beach? What's what's the real nice beach town? Is it Manhattan Beach or Hermosa? Or are they both just in LA County? Um, Palos uh, going up like just uh, oh. above above Santa Monica is like, where it gets, uh, I guess, super fancy. Oh, really? Expensive, but Hermosa Beach is still. Um, oh, right. Hermosa. What they call that South Bay? Yeah, part of the South Bay. So and everything like all, all the all the super fancy stuff. Like I guess, but but Malibu would be geographically incompatible for him though, right? I mean, you can't go all the way out there because they have to go to the Coliseum. That's going to be what a two-hour commute. It's true, yeah. Uh, as far as commute goes, but even there, you're still that whole that whole area of the South Bay. It's you're you're in the middle of it, of nowhere. Um, it's it's kind of hard to reach freeways from there. But maybe he, him and Gio can fly and take a little chopper. That's right. Take the. Uh... El chopper, yeah, that's exactly right. Although they're going to be take, they're going to be driving different uh, different spots. So for Gio, it would make sense to live over there because he he would have a very short commute to to the StubHub Center, whereas Vela is like twenty or so miles to the north of that. Oof. <clears throat> so Vela's going to have to live downtown then. It's, it's going to be his only his only. Uh... I, I think he should find himself a cool little loft uh, in downtown. I think that that's just probably his best bet. You should uh, you should be his uh, his his real estate consigliere. I can help him for sure. Yeah, I think you will. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, honestly, the way he's playing, I, I I mean, I don't know why anybody would even consider calling him up. Is he even playing? Exactly. And when, and when he does play, it's uh, it's very like And the reality is, is is that with uh, with uh, Lozano and and and. Tecatito, you kind of don't need him. Uh, that would be some karma. 
for him not to be called to the World Cup after turning down the national team all those times. And... He's gonna go. He's gonna. That'd be hilarious. He he's gonna go just because. He's an option. I, I think this this summer showed us that there's not a whole lot of depth, and and I don't think uh, the team is in a position to get uh, overly picky with, with their options, especially um, well in any position actually. Uh, they, well, there's... you need to have everybody there available um, with th- that's talented, and just hope that they perform because there's just not a whole lot of options. If if somebody goes down or if somebody has like some random thing come up where they have to bounce. It, it leaves the team um, short, so and there's going to be injuries. I mean, that always happens. So there's always one or two injuries. In the, I mean, uh, Decatito was missing last time. It, it's always somebody, you know. So yeah, you're probably right, John. We're probably not going to see the like the the dream squad that we'd all like to see. Yeah, the the but, 2014 uh, uh, decision, my man. Who whoever's decision it was, and I think it was a mutual decision uh, to not play in the 2014 World Cup. I mean, it was like. You know, I mean, he was a at that. I just he was playing at a world class level. I mean, it, it would have made a an, just an, an unbelievable difference. And uh, yeah, so there you go. But as far as uh, those guys are concerned, I mean, I, I get it. He's 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 not doing great. But same thing's going to be with GL. I expect both of them to be in the World Cup. Unless uh, somebody brand new comes along and, and takes over, but but I don't I don't I don't see anybody doing that. Not in was that eight months time. I did hear that uh, that, that Osorio was uh, was very concerned about about how on earth we're going to keep these guys in rhythm when you know they're they, they're going to be off until what February or March. So. Uh, it would be uh, very interesting to see what happens, and and apparently uh, the whole America thing that we that we that we dreamed up here, apparently that is not an option. Which which I to which I say never say never. So, did they elaborate as to why it's not an option, or uh, specifically as far as like because there's there's not there's not there's not room on the team and blah blah. But I mean they can always make okay. It. I mean seriously. That, that that's one of those deals where someone's going to get a phone call and say, "Oh, hey, hey you're going to have uh, Giovanni and and Jonathan on your team next year, or for for the upcoming season. Just go ahead and, and just prepare for that." <laughs> you know, that's a decision that gets made above uh, above the, the normal level of pay grade of, of of decisions like that. So, yeah, I just figured that the teams would probably want to block any kind of moves that would. But you know, I think their, that their player in, from injury. Yeah, but I think it would. It would. Uh, I mean, a, the, the, a galaxy would actually. I think, you know, aside from that, I think, I think that that's a move that they would actually welcome because if, because if Gio and, and Jonathan come back to their team with with any kind of World Cup fire, the, in, in in the summer months, I mean, that would be outstanding for them. Yeah, but on the other hand, they're also designated players and. Uh, there's that, but they did do it for Beckham. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame how how it's how it's panning out. But watch us watch us just have a real good World Cup, just because um, everything because all logic says that we shouldn't. 
Now, a player, uh, Dan, that apparently is uh, is is on the uh, the list to be called up is uh, is your boy uh, Omar Govea out in uh, in in Belgium. Yeah. He plays for uh, was it Excel? I forget the name of the team. Royal Excel, uh, and it's uh, Microsoft. It's not Microsoft, no. <laughs> PowerPoint. Excelsior or something like that? Is it? It's, no. It's, a, it's Royal Excel something. And it's a, the it's a name of a town. Uh, I'll, I'll find it here. But anyway, no. So, but but yeah, I heard uh, rumor has it, yeah, that he's going to get his shot. Moscron or whatever that's. Moscron. Moscron. Yeah, he's gonna get a he's gonna get a shot. I think good for Osorio. Um, I, I think it's a position they definitely that's shorthanded. I mean, and Marco Fabian isn't even gonna gonna play the rest of this year, or the rest of this calendar year. At least he, he's gonna get back to it in January. And he's doing really good. Like he's getting goals. I mean, not any kind of goals from his position is pretty good. But apparently, he, he takes some pretty good free kicks. So, yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I don't think you should shut the door on, on new players, especially considering, you know, how we just finished talking about some of these players being and just are going to be walking in there in either, like, no form or terrible form. So, uh, yeah, it's good that they're still um, keeping keeping the options open for someone who... Yeah, there was some other cat uh, whose name uh, I didn't recognize at all. They were in Cabo. I was like, who the hell is that? Uh so um, I apologize for audience for. Do you know the name now? Or are no, you still no, there? it was it was it was it was a report I was I was watching on Univision Deportes, and uh, I did not see the uh, or I did not remember the name of of, of 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 the guy. But the other the other big news was that they weren't going to call up the uh, <coughs> Victor Guzman from uh, from Pachuca, despite him being you know the leading goal scorer in the league. It's like you know let, let's not have that guy on the team, you know. Well, clearly we have enough goal scorers, you know. Yeah, there's one thing Mexico is known for is their ability to score goals in, in tight games. <laughs> Uriel Antuna? Was that the guy? Was the guy you're talking about? Oh, wow, he got a call up? No, 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 I don't think it was Antuna. Well, I, I don't think it was Antuna. He, he, it seems like he's getting the call up, too. Damn. Well, that's good, because we liked him, don't, don't we? Was he a Santos kid? <laughs> <clears throat> He he was, I just uh, just surprised because I haven't heard too much of what he he's done. Um, he's in uh, he's in Holland, isn't he? Uh, he's in Portugal. Portugal, okay. I'm getting him confused right now, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm a little bit surprised by that because uh, I haven't heard that he's I haven't heard of uh, about him much either way. Well, I mean, how is it? When are these friendlies, and are they and are, and are they going to be held over in Europe? Yeah, they're next week, uh, next starting next Friday. So yeah, that'll be in Europe, and uh, they play Belgium uh, next Friday, and then they play Poland, and then both of those teams will be seeded uh, in the upcoming World Cup. So I mean, it really you really can't can't get uh, you know outside of playing you know, Germany or England or. France or Spain. I mean, as good as you can get as far as teams that are going to be in the World Cup. But uh, 
You know what? I take it back. He is. He is in Holland. I thought he was in Portugal, but he is. He is in Holland. He's in the the air. He's place for Grunigan. Yeah, I'm thinking you're probably confusing. Uh, getting a um, that other guy confused. Who's who's that? I think at Ferenze. And I'm trying to think of his name. Well, he is killing it right now at the Eredivisie. He has one appearance all season. So <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. I was so, like, I think he made know, an appearance. It must have, he must have made a hell of an impression with 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 his one <laughs> appearance to, to, to get the call. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh. Hey, what's up, guys? Profe. Profe, ¿qué onda, profe? What up, Yon? What up, Beto? Hey, we were we were just uh, singing your your academy's praises uh, uh, just just recently. The Juan Uribe Academy. I'm sorry. The Juan Uribe. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, the one that's uh, that you started in Pachuca. Yes. Oh, oh, with, with Hans. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, they dissed in that article. That guy dissed sort of the. Uh... California, well, the U.S. Uh, U.S. player saying there, or Tom actually asked him, "What do you th- are you scouting the U.S.?" And he sort of laughed. He's like, "No, they're too much into malls and beaches, and and they don't, they're not they don't want to come to Pachuca." <laughs> but he said, man. "So how windy was it in Pachuca, Juan, when you were there?" It was, uh, give me one second. I'm sorry. I'm pulling, I'm pulling out of a parking lot. All right. Sorry, guys. Uh, El Pollo Briseño, John. Oh, see the, see the guy that's in uh, Portugal? Yeah. Hey, all right. All right. I'm, I'm back, guys. Sorry. Dude, no. do you need directions to go home? No, no, no. I, I, I you know, I'm in, uh, in, in, in this, this, this program with, with this, this really big company where, where, you know, and long story short, you know they they the park they make us validate the parking so we don't have to pay. Okay, so, so oh, okay, um, you know, yada yada yada. They, I'm I'm fearing for my life. They call it the Bella Ariosa, so I mean it is it is it is one of the, you know it's like the Mexican windy city, you know Chicago Mexican Chicago. So it was windy while you were there. Yeah, you know what? It it was windy and and. Uh, like it was sunny, like for you know five minutes, and all of a sudden it gets cloudy, and then and then it's raining, and you know, it will, the weather the weather there is a little bit unpredictable as far as uh, you know how quickly. It and 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 were you so taken with 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 having chilaquiles for breakfast every morning <laughs> at the hotel that you have now it, it, it is now part of it is it is now part of a a balanced breakfast at the Uribe house at the uh, Uribe household. Well, 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 let me tell you, John, that chilaquiles is one of my favorite meals, and you know, Dude, so, chilaquiles to me is a meal. It can be breakfast, it can be lunch, it can be dinner. You can have it at any time, any time of day. Exactly, but but you know what? It was like you know, at my house, you know, I just asked, uh, you know, I asked them, hey, can you guys change up the chilaquiles, like maybe make them today, you know, maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you? Uh, so, do, so, I was going to say, sometimes you want some uh, verdes, sometimes rojos, maybe some with mole. Exactly, you know, sometimes with cheese and beans or rice. The last time I stayed in Mexico City, this is this is this is embarrassing for me to say, but I feel like I feel like I know you guys well enough that I can confess this. I had chilaquiles delivered for room service. It's lazy. All right. No, that's the way to do it, man. Wow. <laughs> 
that is pretty lazy, pretty lazy. But it was no, it was it was well worth it. And uh, it, it is one of the few meals that I, I I will I will scrape the plate to get all of the, all of the all of the food off. It's uh, it's probably my, it's very very good. But uh, yeah. Juan, your your Chivas, uh, they have uh, they they've raised the white flag. They've thrown in the towel. It's it, it's it's over for Chivas for the rest of the year. They're just playing out the string. Uh, Joel has already said that uh, that not only will will Almeida be fired, but the whole team is going to be put on transferibles list. They're going to have a limpia I, total. I hope that doesn't happen, man. I hope. Uh, uh, I mean, look the the. Uh, the players, the the refuerzos of, you know, the so-called the ten dollar Big Macs that uh, Chivas have been signing that weren't part of the Cantera, they uh they stepped up big for the for the tournament. And most of them, you know, they they spent the summer with Juan Carlos Osorio, you know, so uh they they didn't go through a preseason, so the the slump the slump was kind of uh you know. The but they didn't add the anybody, did they? Right. They didn't add anybody. They didn't add anybody. I think they they, they actually uh, the transfers were, were actually they transferred out. Uh, who was it? Uh, Avion Calderon to Pumas. You know. Yeah. Th- thanks out. for that. Thanks for that. By the way. You <laughs> blaming the Gold Cup for the Chivas uh, fracaso? I think no, it's I, definitely a factor. They got no preseason, yeah. so I mean they're 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 basically using the first three or four. Nada as as uh, getting in shape and getting and figuring everybody, everybody yeah, and figuring each other out. Had, I mean, Chivas had a well, they had had extraneous circumstances that 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 that, that certainly added but to I, the. Uh, I just not sure. I'm just not sure. I'm trying to think of who. There was like a, a phrase that I, I heard someone put it, but like uh, when you win, the worst thing you can do is just is not change anything. Oh, yeah. Um. That's, that's far as the lineup, supposedly. Equipo que gana, equipo que juega. O alineación que gana, alineación que repite. Well, I'm just saying as far as, like, once you've, was, once was you've hit that stand? pinnacle. Chivas, oh, don't know, make me laugh. <laughs> it's you know it's close. You know what, though? I mean, I, I, I do blame Matias Almeida with going with his, 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 his rotation formula and not starting Clayton Kershaw, you know. Games. Hey, hey, hey. Oh what? Yeah, we we, we uh, we've already covered that, man. Yeah, the uh, the, 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 the dire talk has we we had to we had to put the kibosh on that. Dan was getting was get, was getting too sad. You could you could feel his hair being combed into the Morrissey Peak as uh, <laughs> as he was talking. I might give up, like just I might turn vegetarian just because, like that's I, right. I got nothing to live for. He's murder. That's right. He's murder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh no! Come on, that just just you know, belt out one of your one of your famous uh, uh, you know songs with Bronco. <laughs> Is that a a, a a Christian Castro yeah. reference? Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a big time. For the for those that listening, um, apparently, I bear some resemblance to. Um, Cristian Castro. I, I personally find my, I think I'm much more handsome. It would be it would be a great Halloween <laughs> costume for me if you ever did that one year. That but would... I don't know enough Mexicans though. I don't think I hang out with enough for them to for, oh, for, for them to get it. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're, they were like, because one year what I wanted to do is I, I wanted a, I wanted a bus Rico Tovar. Like, I was like, hey, man, all I need is just like, you know, a nice, like, puffy wig, man, and just some shades, and, and I'll just like an open, sh- open collared shirt, let, let this Indian, like, chest hair shine. And, uh, oh, for all your chest in your head? Well, you know, because, like, you know, us, us, us people with the indigenous blood, we, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a full on coat. It's more, it's more spar- sparse, the, the hair. <laughs> it's a look, man. And, uh, I, I really wanted to do it, but I was like, no one's going to know who the hell that is. They're going to think I'm Richard Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so. That would be good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> so. I, I reconsidered. I haven't dressed up for Halloween in a long, long time. I think that my I last Halloween it. costume, I was an Australian rules football referee. How's their uniform uh, different? It, was, it wasn't different. It? It was just, I, just, I just wore a blue blazer with a white hat and pointed all night. That's all I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Someone asked me if I wanted a beer. Yes, you know, you do point like the very dramatically when the guys make their kicks. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. No, I, I was a Hulk. We were a superhero themed family this year. Oh yeah. You were the Hulk. Bye. The shortest Hulk. And then we had who else did we have? Who else did we have? We had a Supergirl. Okay. And we had Batman and Robin. Excellent. Nice. So we had we we had a we, now, we had a, now which Batman and Robin did you have like like Adam West Batman and Robin or did you have George Clooney and Chris O'Connell or O'Donnell Batman kind, and Robin kind of a hybrid it's a hybrid it, it was uh, the colors of Adam West with the swollness of like the the modern suit did did, did so Robin muscles. have have the, the the red shirt and the green and the green bloomers yep bright red and and bright green excellent with yeah with yellow tights right. No, no, it was green. Oh, the tights are green? Well, on this costume, they were. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know how authentic it was. Holy green tights, Batman. Oh, sorry. It's a... I still I'll still watch show. it, man. I'll still watch it. Yeah, I'll still Is watch it. Is it still on? You can find it every once in a while. Or even if it's just like Batman the movie, I'll still watch that. That's still pretty decent. You know, the Is Joker that... still creeps me out from, from that show. Cesar Romero. Yeah, man. Was he Cuban American or or was he just Cuban? I can't remember, but he creeped me the f out when I was a kid. The Joker? Yeah. <laughs> I was a, I was a little bit partial to the Penguin, you know, because uh, Mickey. That's right. Burgess Meredith was the Penguin. You know, so I always thought, thought that, that was kind of cool when they made the movies and they made Jim Carrey the Riddler, which was just terrible. Just so over the top and awful. It would have been so much better if it would have been John Cleese. He would have been a, he would have been a perfect Riddler back then. What's his face uh, from um, Back to the Future? I always I think anytime you need someone to be a little bit on the weird side, he's always good. Christopher Lloyd. Uh, no, 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 no. Michael J. Fox. Oh, Crispin no. Glover. Crispin Glover. Oh, I'm yeah, ta- yeah. no, I'm talking about. Um, Hello. His dad. Yeah, no, Crispin, no, no, no. Crispin Glover. Is that his name? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. He he's a good weird one. Also from in, uh, uh, Danny his... Elfman is another yeah. good one. Uh, Crispin Crispin Glover in in uh, Wild at Heart. You remember what that David Lynch movie? His little cameo where it was like like my cousin Eddie, like he liked to keep cockroaches in his pocket. You see Crispin Glover like like feeling up his pocket because apparently it's full of cockroaches. Just it just did some weird weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I think he would have been a better Riddler. He would have been an excellent Riddler. But anyway, that there is no doubt. So, uh, Juan, uh, so you yep. you want Chivas to stay? You want Almeida to stay? No, the thing is that, uh, I mean, the team, okay, well, they had a bad, bad, uh, you know, start of the season. They, they ended stronger. Aren't they mathematically still in the, in the, Liga just, just they... stop. Just stop right there. I mean, it, it could happen, John, right? It's possible. It's possible. It's okay. possible. That, that, you, know, you, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you're telling me. It's not possible. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if like the hundred combinations that have to happen have hit just right. But, you know, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen stranger things. I mean, we saw one uh, last month in October uh, where crazy things happened in the U.S. and they're getting bounced from the World Cup. So, and, and I think even just last season, there was some crazy way for America to lose out. And it ended up happening. So yeah, I mean, Chivas, Chivas could absolutely, uh, with some miracle, uh, make the make the Liga. It would ha- it would be a miracle, Juan, uh, a miracle. It's like I was arguing with Johnny Rico last night about the World Series guy, the World Series champion being calling being called World Champion because they haven't played Mexican teams or Japanese teams. Ridiculous. Well, it's the World Series because last night, uh, uh, Americans, Venezuelans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, and I don't know if they have any Mexicans, uh, but they all, uh, they won the World Series last night. That, that is a very international team, the Astros. Baseball in general, right? They got a bunch of Dominicans. Yeah, you know, people say, you know, it's, it's too bad. You know, why can't the Astros go play the State of the Caribbean, man? That would be fantastic. Or the Japanese teams, and yeah, but I just yeah. Don't, it would blow them away, like any major league baseball. Team. I dis- I disagree. I, I disagree. It's like the second division teams, man. Those those no, players, yeah, those but dude, I, dude, I'm telling you, you send a team like uh, like like the Astros down play the Caribe down in like Puerto Rico or something. I mean, one, they're not gonna, you know, their, their pitchers are gonna be like you two two or three innings max because they don't want to waste, you know, that stuff. But. The weather, the, you know, the, the game is just different. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a different game, and and again, and, and they will have to adapt. They will absolutely have to adapt. You know, you know the thing about baseball to me uh, uh, is the least athletic sport, like you know, professional sport. I mean, look at the big pictures; they all look like a you know, like they're scarfing down burgers. You know, you think it's like you know, golf. they skip their workouts like. You it's know, a little they, bit above golf, maybe. They, they throw a ball and they're winded. You know, they throw a ball like you know twenty times and they're winded. I mean, they are standing or sitting for ninety-five percent of the time that they're. Yeah, I, I don't think it's an athletic sport. Like, I don't think it requires a uh, athletic <laughs> ability so much as it requires skill. Hand-eye coordination is is a hard thing. Yeah, skill. It, it's 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 a skill sport. I mean. 
that's what it's. I mean, sh- there's there's a place for an athlete on on a baseball team, but overall, that's not yeah. what gets you there. Just kind of like in that respect, know. I think it kind of does share that with soccer, where I think skill definitely um... trumps athletic ability. Yeah, for sure. It's not not, a, not as much though. The difference isn't as much. Also, in baseball, you can juice the ball, you can juice the player, juice the bat. Use the bat. That is, you know, that, that is that. thing. That, that that is one one thing I will give that kid, that guy credit. Um, I'll do it from from uh, Houston. Is that? I mean, typically speaking, it's not a small guy sport. It's not a little guy sport. It's it's not a. Um, I mean, I, I, at least I mean, I, I went I went to to Long Beach State and and they had a pretty good baseball pro- program. They've always had a, a good baseball program there, and the guys are massive, best. man. The, yeah, the the, the players yeah, they're are like huge. they're like six four two fifty all of them. Yeah, the, so like they, they look like bait like football players really. I mean, so the, so the fact that this guy five six, I mean, he's actually shorter than me. That was one of my favorite bits <laughs> of the whole World Series was uh, after I think it was Game Two, and he came out and interviewed with Big Papi at the table, or they were standing, and then he oh, it must have looked funny. Oh, it was hilarious. He and Big Papi went back to back, and Big Papi's like you a foot and a half tall. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it, it was it, it was pretty funny to see uh, to see. It. But he is one hell of a hitter. I mean, he was is one hell of a hitter. And and the Dodgers actually kind of kept him in check for for me. He just got like huge hits when the end. It's a great team. Yeah, that, Both that teams are great teams. They're just they're just. Uh, Dodgers will be back. They'll be back next year. You're a Dodgers fan, uh, uh, Juan. I didn't know. You know, well, growing up, I mean, I I, I saw the uh, Kirk Gibson hit his homer live. I saw them win, you know, win against Oakland, and like uh, they had like false false positives where they they remember they. I think that's the, when I started I following them. It was, uh, they, yeah, they they like they they thought they would, you know, they thought they won it and they would step out. Of, they stepped out of the dugout a couple times, like the whole team, and then they had to walk back in. Or is that? Oh, I thought you were just talking about like, in generally speaking, as far as like. Because they had a year, they had they went through like a string of years where they were just getting rook of the year, rook of the year, rook of the year, and they always made the playoffs. That, but that's when I. That was about a, it. Yeah, that's when, uh, like in the mid '90s, they had a, you know, they had a, the, uh, you know, the good pitchers, uh, you know, Rocha Dale Nomo. They had a Dale Nomo. I mean, they, they had Nomo, Piazza, Hershiser. Size was a little bit before that. That was the guy I remember. But, uh, geeky dude. Well, Hideo Noma had that awesome delivery. Right. Where, I mean, yeah. I still try to do that when I play baseball. It made, with, uh, made Fernandos son. look routine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would, like, turn his body 180 degrees, almost like with his back toward the, the, the batter to do his windup. Really, really fun stuff. If anything, I, I thank the Japanese for that, for bringing that to baseball. That really cool, unique uh, delivery style that I had never seen anybody else do. Uh, what's his name? Had an interesting one too. Uh, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah. The, the sidearm delivery. Sidearm real low. Yeah, the sidearm. Yeah, man. The, the, the A's were the. That was, you know, that was my team back then. Me too, dude. I think we're all kind of the same age. We, we, I think uh, we're all big fans of uh, McGuire and, and Conseco. I loved Conseco, man. Conseco's the man, and then he and then he made a fool out of himself uh, later on. And then no the, way. 
His, his greatest, his greatest moment was, was, when, was when the, the ball hit him in the head and went over for a home run. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the old. That was of course he was with, with the Rangers at the time when it happened. So it was just it was just so. That was a good memory. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was pretty. Uh, he looked like it's just he had such an odd body. Like, well, yeah, he looked freakish, man. He didn't he look like so, a baseball player. He, he looked so like a bodybuilder. Steroided out, man. He just, well, that's all they were doing were taking steroids. Yeah, that, but that dude, like, I, I think definitely, like, didn't want to leave any kind of room for doubt for anybody. It's like to make sure, like, just, just so you know, I'm completely juiced. And then yeah, he, he, uh, then he boxed or he did some wrestling or something. He tried a, a lot of different stuff. I think he did reality TV. But uh, you know what though he, for his, for a moment he he was pretty awesome. I mean he outshined uh, McGuire. I think I think he was the the the, the main one of the two. Well, M- McGuire definitely was the a, star. He faded out though. No yeah, I, I think he was, and then he faded out, and McGuire sort of took over, had the longer career, I guess, or something. Yeah, well, when he went to St. Louis is when he really. That's when he got all the the major juice. He started doing Andrew. Yeah. He started uh, rubbing in the clear, mixing it with the Deca, and the D ball. Is is that? Do the kids still use those drugs now? That that was pop. Those were the steroids that were popular when I used to lift weights. I don't know if they're, they're still doing this. Oh yeah, man! There there was drug pushers um at the at the at the Lakewood gym, dude. Wow, dang. Seriously, up, man? Yeah, no, I'm being serious. Like if, wow. they, if they if they saw you working out for a while and like that you were into it, they're like, "Hey man, um, like, do you ever think about like you know you ever need a little, like a little extra help or you know if you want to help try to get your gains a little bit quicker?" Like, no, nah, I'm straight. Is it is that not that not is that unusual? I thought it happened everywhere. I never. Well, I guess I'm not. A, I'm not. A, uh, I never lifted weights, so I guess I wouldn't know. You you got a you got bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had those since I was at least forty. Oh, back me isn't back me. Another thing. My tits come. My tits come and go, Juan. That's right, because you have you have a whole uh, <laughs> a whole wardrobe, a whole wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely some pictures uh, from Cancun. My first trip with my now wife. Our first trip to Mexico. Those pictures are pretty cringy. It's like. Oh. It's like no, I'm like I got bigger chichis than you. Uh, let's let's just uh, bury some of these photos. You you know just, what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta squat, man. That's the that promotes the most. Uh, that shrinks your tits. The legs are the big Squatting. Ones. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> oh, 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 I got you. Exercises. They since the muscles are bigger, that promotes a lot of uh, natural. Uh, more fat loss, more calorie burning. I got you. Squats and deadlifts. Testosterone, you know? Squats and deadlifts all day, dude. Yeah, squats and deadlifts. Every day. <laughs> oh. Come on, man. So you, you, still do those, you still do those, Beto? I haven't in a while, but yeah, squats and deadlifts, man, those are good. Oh, fuck that, man. Why not? Why would, why would anybody want to do that if they didn't have to? 
just to keep in shape, man. You gotta, you gotta maintain. Oh, no, man. You gotta maintain your body. I don't know about. I, I'm with you about staying in shape and doing exercise, but deadlifts and squats—that's like, dude. Don't you want to make Cristiano Ronaldo look like a little doughboy? Well, you don't gotta go that far. Next to him. You don't need to go that far, but you need to have like some strength to when you're old. You're not, you're not all like uh, old men's strength. Unable to do stuff. It's just deadlifts and, and squats in particular, though, man. Those really make you want to throw up. Well, you don't, always made me want to throw up. Yeah, right. don't go full. Don't go full. Uh, full weight. Like, don't go crazy, crazy. Day, okay. Uh, don't go full weight on the. First no, day. man. The last time I worked out, and and it's been like seven years. It's because I was sore for about ten days, and for about five of those days, I couldn't like I needed help getting dressed. So nice. That was awesome. Dan, did you yeah, help? So. Did you help in, in every aspect of your life at that time? You know, I was just, I was just hopping in a shower after every number two, just because like I couldn't reach back there. I was just like, I might as well just shower because I'm not, I'm not gonna get be able to get back there. <laughs> the ultimate you, you, bidet. You should have. <laughs> you should have I'm not, I'm, and I'm sure anybody who's who's had a good back workout knows what I mean. Like, it, you just can't get back there. You should have jumped in a cup full, full with ice, man, and then taken a cold shower. Yeah, and drink a lot that's of water. Not, that sounds awful. You, you guys, you guys are speaking a language. I just, I just have no idea what you guys are talking about. That's why I'm awful. retired, John. I've seen the light. I'm like, no. What, 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 what we're saying is that uh, Chivas. You make your ten year olds. You make your ten year olds jump into the ice, uh, coach. You know what, dude? Uh, yeah, I do. They, they do work out, but it's not that. You know, it's like body weight exercises, like you know. Squats, uh, push-ups, or actually, you don't, you don't make them do like a like 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 ten reps or three reps of ten of, of burpees before every game. Not not burpees. before the games, but at the end of practice, they they would do uh, isometric holds mostly. But I would throw in like burpees, jumping jacks, you know, just to to vary because they they weren't still coordinated enough to do push-ups. They weren't strong enough, most of them. But uh, yeah, dude, that, that's part of a you know balanced breakfast, man. <laughs> yeah, do you do you uh breakfast of champions do, do, do you like do, do you like your whistle is, is it a good whistle no I, I don't use the whistle man i i i i, I puro grito the natural whistle oh not, not, not a mechanical one ah <laughs> well this is fascinating stuff uh juana i'm i'm i'm, I'm yeah no I, i'm I'm appreciating this window into your into the what do you call it your 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 um, your philosophy? It, it, it's um, um... you know I feel I, I feel a bit coming. I'm gonna have to come up with the, with a with an open for you, Juan. Like 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 Brofes tips or something. I have to come up with something pretty good. <laughs> like uh, what's that guy from uh, from dodgeball? Uh, 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 oh, the uh... Rip Torn? Yeah, I can't remember what his name is. But, uh... Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces, en mi punto de vista, es como un ajedrez. Is that, is that how you start your uh, your okay. conversations with the kids? It's just a chess exactly. match. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, La Volpe, he's broken down his salida La Volpe. I'm sure, uh... <laughs> You, uh, Are you subscribed to, to his channel? Yeah, actually, I did subscribe. Are you implementing any uh, La Volpismo? Are you incorporating La Volpismo into your own uh, um, coaching philosophy? Well, have, you, have you switched to a line of five? 
Well, no, I, I'm a little bit more flexible with the with the lineup. It just depends. Uh, it depends on the, the the opposing team how many forwards they feel. So uh, on that respect, I, you know, I, I always try to keep an extra defender. So this is more a la Osorio. Like no Bielsa, Bielsa actually. That's okay. More in line with him because you, you notice like uh, Osorio, he's always he's he's too calm. You know, like if you look at a Tuca Ferretti or a you know, or uh, a Bielsa or, or, you know, one of those guys are, you know, or even a Chepo, motivationally-wise, they're, you know, they're screaming at the players to get their shit together, you know, on field. Best there for me to drink my own urine? Probably. Exactly. <laughs> Patches. Patches. So, so you, so, you, so you are, so you're a ball buster type of coach then? I think so, man. I mean, you're like yeah, you're like Capitan cool, Furia, man. You are you are the just, Capitan Furia. You, you just you, you sound kind of like a dick, to be honest with you. I'm just uh, like as far as like hey. if I was a player, yeah. it's like you know you, you like you, you appreciate your coaches and all, but you but you're talking a lot of shit behind his back. Yeah, didn't you say you fought with a parent because you're yelling at their kid or something? Uh, with a parent. Or yeah, you offended a parent or, or made a parent upset because you're yelling at the kid. Shit, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it happened. I don't recall the instance anymore. Let me see. You were you were yelling oh. at the you were yelling at the kid. He was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Players couldn't get a drink at the table. What's wrong with you? Well, I already told you guys when I went over and watched him coach, and I was like, oh, he's yelling, yeah. yelling at him. Really. I was like, and they're like, what, yeah, they were, they're like six years old, right, Juan? I mean, you're just really just. Group, if, the if, if, were, if, uh, if they're not crying, you're not you're not doing your job. No, the, the group Beto saw they were they were twelve and thirteen, but uh, oh, okay. Uh, and because uh, the the six year olds were are, are you know they have a little bit more you know progress there. They're a little bit ahead as far as experience and understanding. <laughs> so you don't, so you don't verbally abuse the six-year-olds, but you do the twelve, thirteen-year-olds. No, the six-year-olds too. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So get them accustomed, accustomed to it. That's good. Toughen them up. Do you? Uh... Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm actually it, okay it with. Depends where they're at. I'm actually kind of okay with being yelled at. I was yelled at in every sport I ever played. I just thought it was kind of normal. Have you ever gone the full tuca with them? No, le voy a discutir con usted. Uh, with the parents, yeah. Really? You stand on my body and say, ¿Qué carajo tengo que hacer? Yeah. Well, you got to understand these kids, like, especially when they're t or six or whatever, they'll get distracted. And I was watching them. They, they, these are 12 or 13. They get, they, they get distracted. They play around or joke around and lollygag and do all kinds of dumb stuff when you're that age. You got to be kept in check, man. You got an hour or however long to practice. You be messing up. For those that don't know how Profe looks, man. I hear, I hear, I hear he scares easy, but, <laughs> but he does have a bit of an intimidating look. I got to admit. What the? <laughs> he's got, he's got a tough oh, yeah. look, man. He, he looks like, he, he looks like a tough dude out there in the field when he's coaching. He's, like, I wouldn't want to mess with him if I was an opposing coach. <clears throat> I'd be very respectful toward him. You're not, you're not packing heat while you're, while you're, while you're coaching. Are you put off it? Only in, only in, only when he's in Long Beach. <laughs> there, there was a game uh, where the, you know there's cops that are coaches too, and this fool 
this coach, uh, this cop, he was, you know, he had his gun on his hip, man. He was like in full uniform with his gun. I don't know, man. That's. Yeah. You know, keep it in the truck, bro. Yeah. You know. That's. uh Gary. I mean, we practice safety here. You know, we, we, we put a lock on the gun, put it under the seat, you know. <laughs> well, we, we would hope. We would hope so. We would hope so that we uh, that we practice gun safety. The cop. Yeah. Yeah, but that that cop. Uh, they, they actually, parents complained um, that he was, you know, that he was intimidating, intimidating them, intimidating everybody, intimidating the refs, the players, the opposing Seriously, players, man. the opposing coaches. Seriously. That's, uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked that that people wouldn't that people would feel a little bit uncomfortable with an off-duty cop just walking around with his gun, coaching kids. Well, he was in full uniform, so I think he was on duty. Actually, <laughs> I think that's worse. He was on duty. You know I mean? Yeah, he was on duty. Oh my goodness! He was yeah. That's a dedicated coach right there. Maybe he was. Uh, yeah, or or or. or... Oh, you know what? Maybe that's how, you know, can you imagine uh, uh, during practice and then you're hearing gunfire? You know? I mean, I, I guess that's got to toughen you up, right? Hey, that's LA, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about H-Town? Doesn't that H-Town, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not in H-Town, though. They're in Austin. So I, yeah. I, I, I think they're, 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 they're a little bit more. It's a little, it's a little softer over here. Yeah. <laughs> not as not as hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a little pampered. That's right. So next time, next time anybody wants to wants to paint LA as some soft place, man, just, Good, uh, just remember this conversation. Absolutely. And, and, and we're just talking about six year old youth soccer here, and that's what we're, that's what we're yeah. dealing with. But Ofa, you're a ball buster. I had I had no idea, man. It's a, you're you. I'm, I'm seeing you in a whole in a whole different light. Well, well, I mean, dude, it's it's. it's uh, so know, now, now so, I feel bad so, making fun about Chivas with you because I think that you might, you know, you might, uh, you might, you might, you might, you might take umbrage. <laughs> no, no, no. So, but I've learned my lesson, man. Now, now that Pumas is going to be in relegation hell, I've, I, 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 I feel like 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 karma is indeed a bitch, and I, yep. and, I and I have learned my lesson. I'll be respectful to. Uh, to uh, all, 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 all fans of opposing teams that are in that mess from from now on. But I do want to end the show. I was at the uh, last night. There was an event here in town at uh, one of the uh, one of the local watered watering establishments uh, close to downtown. That was uh, the uh, is that sponsored by a, by a group uh, like a fan supporters group for uh, the the possibility of this. Uh, of Austin getting an MLS team from this uh, this uh, uh, ownership group that's with the the the, 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 the uh, that owns the Columbus Crew are thinking very seriously about uh, moving to Austin in a couple of years, and I mean there's no uh, there's no stadium in place, so there, there's uh, but 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 a couple of things uh, I think really stood out uh, in that meeting. One. There's gonna they're gonna go to the city council next week to talk uh, to the city about passing a resolution that's gonna allow them to start possibly discussing whether or not uh, the city would be willing to sell some of its uh, parkland 
And that could be, uh, if, if you're familiar with Austin, uh, Austin has a park right next to uh, the downtown area on the river, uh, the Colorado River, or Ladybird Lake as we call it here. Bird, uh, is that uh, Lindsay Johnson? Yes, Ladybird Johnson Lady- Lake. That's correct. It used to be called, it was Town Lake for years, but uh, now it's Ladybird Lake, but I still call it Town Lake because it's a habit. Anyway. So there's that. There's also some places over on the uh, east of I-35, which has become uh, uh, more and more uh, gentrified. And uh, what what they want to do is they they want a location where they can get as many folks walking as they do coming in cars. So that to me says that they want to be as absolutely close to downtown uh, where they can. And and those are really kind of the, the, the two options are. Those uh, those spots. That, and the other thing that he said, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that, that that's a good idea, man. That's what LAFC is doing out here in LA, uh, and I think you know it's gonna fare better than like LA Galaxy's out in the in the you know in the, right. the suburbs. You can say. Yes. Yeah, so so and, and and he also pointed out that that's what happened in Seattle and also in Portland, where where there's there there's much more of a, of a quote unquote walk up crowd. So. Um, so so that stuck out, and and the other thing that stuck out was, uh, you know, what, what seemed like the biggest reason why they were going to leave Columbus. It has really nothing to do with their stadium or their, or the you know, the fan support or like there. They actually have very decent fan support, and 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 it just, I mean, I don't know how you feel, Cheek, is about this. I mean, it'd be, obviously, it'd be nice to have an MLS team because uh, it would be the only professional team that Austin would have in any sport. But I mean, I just I I feel just really bad for the, you know, for the for the hardcore crew fans because I mean I, I mean that's it's like eek, you know, but I mean if it happens it happens. I mean, it's not like we can control it or or, or have any say in, in the outcome of what's going to happen. But it just it, I don't don't know, it, it just seems a, weird. Don't they still have DC United up there? Where's well, it? in Washington. That's Washington. Oh, the crew Columbus is in Columbus. Yeah, but anyway, but, but what but what this guy said it was Dave, it was Dave Greeley. He's one of the uh, one of the principals of this of this ownership group, and he said that the the the, the thing that Columbus does the, the, cannot offer them is 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 a, is, a, is a is a corporate sponsor, and that's one thing that Austin has coming out of their. I mean, they're they're they have a lot of companies that are headquartered here, and uh, the one thing that I see if if they do come to Austin. Is there's going to be a huge comparison by the Columbus dudes uh, as to the the fans that attend the stadium, the, the games, and everything. And if it doesn't compare, <laughs> there's going to be some. Well, see, and that's the other thing is, is that that somebody asked them that question. They said, "Hey, you know what's going to stop you all from you know going to the next uh, pretty lady that you guys see?" And uh, he didn't answer it. And that was when he actually deflected and started talking about why they were leaving Columbus. I mean, the way he was framing it was basically, yeah, Columbus, you know, they don't have this, they don't have that. And and, then the corporate sponsor thing was big because they want to have the sponsorship lined up so that way they can have, they can go ahead and secure the the financing for the stadium. Why why don't they just buy a second team? I mean, it's multi-propriedad, really. uh, Well, the problem um, is because when uh, new, new franchises come into MLS, you have to pay a franchise fee, and I think right now it's upwards of uh, 150 million bucks. Oh, so it went up. It may be less. I'm not sure exactly what the number is, but I mean there was obviously a franchise fee involved. 
Is that it, does Cantina makes a, have we saved up enough to buy to buy MLS franchise? We're close. We're close. Oh, we're close. We just we just need a few more viewers to get uh, to get us that magic uh, that magical sponsorship to to put us over the top. But um, yes, yeah, so 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 those are the two things that I'd, so it seems to me then that there's probably about a I would say about a seventy five percent chance that this is actually going to happen. And then I heard Honey so, was getting upset because <laughs> they got they got some passionate fans down there in San Antonio for that little team. That but they, that's the thing is that they shouldn't be getting upset because that that to me is what MLS is 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 lacking are those really good regional rivalries. I mean, and I'm sorry, but I mean, uh, people say, well, you can't have four teams in Texas. Why the hell not? Texas is the second most populous state in the union. It seems like if if, if any state's going to have multiple teams. Why wouldn't it be Texas? And I don't know if you guys know about the demographics in Texas, but everything south from Austin down south is pretty pretty solidly Hispanic. So second largest state of the union with a large Hispanic population, it seems like MLS would want to have more than two teams, more than three teams in Texas. And an Austin-San Antonio rivalry would be fantastic. So I don't think the San Antonio's out of the running at all, or at least they shouldn't be, just just because of the proximity like that. I mean, that's you know, if MLS wants to to be where where they want to be, those are the kind of things they have to cultivate. Yeah, I'd be interested. I would be okay with it. I have my doubts as to the success, but closer an MLS team, the better. Well, the other thing that would have to happen is if they do they did do this and they do them downtown and they have the whole bit is they cannot in the summer. They cannot play games uh, uh, earlier than, than eight o'clock at least because it's so hot. I mean, and, and no one wants to sit out there when it's 105 degrees, and I'm sure the players don't want to play when it's 105 degrees. So, yeah, exactly. So, I, I personally believe, and I'm sorry. I mean, if, if you're worried about you know TV, I mean, the, the, the TVs people are going to people that are going to watch are going to watch whether it's on at eight or eight thirty or nine, whatever it is. Just just start them a little later in the summer. Just you know, go to summer hours. The the players will thank you. The fans will thank you. You know, Austin's kind of a late late arriving crowd anyway. So it would be uh, the, those those are the two things that I would do. So, what if uh, why, why don't they try like an air conditioned stadium? I, I forgot which NFL team. Uh... Well, I mean, there's there's plenty of of, of domed uh, of domed stadium. I mean, that would that that to me would just be uh, just an excessive, uh, needless cost. All right. I mean, they got a hundred thousand seat stadium that's going to be right down the road. That doesn't. I mean, oh, so. uh, uh, Cowboy Stadium. No, the 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 college stadium here. Oh, oh shit! Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand people. They haven't. It's been a while since they've had a sellout. But yeah, hundred hundred and something thousand fans fitting it. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, hopefully. Uh, you know, it, it, hopefully for Austin fans, it'll happen. I, I feel terrible for the for the Columbus Crew fans if it uh, if their team goes away like that. I mean, it's just it's just, but you know, it's just uh, it's uh, you know, it, it, it's just a, a, re, a reinforcement that that MLS is is a very American league. They, they you know, they, probably the the league will reserve you know the next expansion team for them. The, the league has already trademarked uh, two possible Austin names. Oh wow! Yeah. Was was what? What are the names? 
Oh, it's like Austin FC and, uh, and and some other one. I mean, but they did this before any any of this news came about, so I don't think that this was like that this had been done a while ago. And it turned out that they had a you know a clause that that they could move, to, which I th- honestly, I, you know, you know, some people think that it was probably their intention all along. Yeah, maybe um, move to a bigger city once the league grows. Yeah, and it's not that Columbus isn't uh, you know a, a big city, but um, you know it's it's just unfortunate the way it's all playing out. But you know, in, in the long run, if it turns out that the, the way of MLS soccer in Austin, then it would be uh, you know it would be it, it would certainly be uh, interesting. So. Like I said, I'll give it about a 75% chance of it happening. Interesting. What the? Stay tuned. Yeah, uh, Chikis and I'll have to uh, have to get season passes, or, or maybe or maybe more. Yeah, we'll man, press passes. We'll see how that uh, how that plays out. Well, gentlemen, uh, Profe, it was so nice to have you come on. We need to we need to come up with a segment for you so that you can uh, give us some of your some of your coach talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll, call, we'll call it the Profe and Batchet. Prophet patches. Yeah, there you go. Like like a mix of uh, of, of tuka with uh, tuka tuka isms and you know lavolcaisms and uh, and uh, yeah, some patches. Mm-hmm. You know. Patches. We'll throw some patches in there. Dodge, duck, dip, and dodge. <laughs> That's right. Hey, did you you know? I guess one last question for you guys because uh, during the week, uh, you know, listening to the to the radio, one of the sports radios, and they were mentioning Cusette, uh, uh He he resigned from the Cholos post because. Uh, they weren't paying the players. Did, did you guys uh, you guys aware of any of that stuff? Yeah, we talked about it a little tonight. Oh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll give it a listen then. But what was so? Did he 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 did quit and all that? That stuff's real. Yeah, he's no longer the coach. But I, I thought that he'd gotten uh, that he gotten canned. I didn't realize that he uh, that, that that he left on his own. Yeah, well, that's what I heard. He left on his own, defending the players that they, they didn't want to pay them. And I guess he brought a bunch of them over, and maybe there's like you know somebody from Argentina approached them to to manage there, and so kind of that was you know that's why he forced uh, an ultimatum. I didn't hear that. I thought he I thought he was canned also, and then Jurgen was come is uh, rumored to come in. <laughs> rumored. Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah, to come in the Cholos. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that would make perfect sense since it's freaking Cholos USA. You know. Yeah. Interesting. He'd take a helicopter into down from LA to or wherever he's at from uh, LA to Tijuana. I heard he lives in uh, Newport Beach, so I think he's uh, he's pretty close to Dan. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, so they mutually ended their working relationship as as of this Monday, according to their release. Okay. I'm sorry. Newport Beach is still closer to Long Beach. Um, that's, <laughs> that's Orange County. I'm not claiming him. I'm not yeah. claiming Orange County. You're not claiming Jurgen? No, 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 no. So Certainly Juan not. is, is that I don't a, know anybody from Newport make... Beach. I mean, that's that's uh, pretty exclusive territory. I, I I'm Kobe? way too much of a commoner. Yeah. Kobe, you know Kobe? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not on his level either. They're 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 uh, part of an elite group. I I I wouldn't know what to do in Newport Beach. You know, you know what, you know what it is, John. Those people in Newport Beach, they they don't know the glory of Chilaquiles. I think that's what they the, don't. That's what Dan is saying. Eggs Benedict, probably. 
<laughs> their region. I'll be I'll be in Puerto Vallarta in a couple of weeks, so I will. Uh... I will, I will report on the amount of chilaquiles that I have, although we're staying at a house, so nice. I have to make my own chilaquiles. But uh... Do you know how to make them? Do you have a good recipe? Of course. Yeah, I do have a good recipe, actually. All right. I'm going to have to – we'll have to share that with uh, offline. Yeah, it's uh, – Posted it on your Pinterest. <laughs> Put it on the show notes, man. Maybe the listeners uh... – you know, I'll, 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 <laughs> maybe I'll, we should maybe we should cover it on, on air. Yeah, uh, I mean, we covered baseball. We covered uh, we we covered just about everything today. Yeah, I like chilaquiles when you when you like 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 fry your own tortillas. Get them nice and crispy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's good, man. Then we chop fresh chopped onions on top, you know, with cheese. Yeah. I like I like cooked and fresh. And then, uh, yeah, either way, and then the black beans both. and the, the crema, the crema, crema mexicana. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, now you're talking. So whatever, whenever I get chilaquiles here, I they give me the bite. I just I just mix it all up, put the cream on top, <laughs> and just, just go to town. You add your own cream. You guys, you guys yeah. eat them with a the food. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to eat them with uh, flour tortillas, man. What the what? hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you eat tortillas with tortillas? Oh. Yes. Corn tortillas, flour tortillas. You know bro. what that is? That is like, that is, that is, that, that, that is the worst abomination I've heard <laughs> oh since, the, since the double-decker taco at Taco Bell. That's like you know, we got we to gotta make a poll. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to do this. That's like I, don't think I went to San Jose and I had some tacos al pastor with. Oh, I'm with, sorry, I'm sorry, chickies. With pinto beans, man. Oh. Like what the heck is this? Man, what 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 have you Cali's done to our done to our our our, our treasure? I've actually had the the beans um, offered as as a condiment to the taco in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. In in. Uh, in uh, Tijuana, so that's not a, a California. No, I mean that, that's that's one thing. I was told it was a is a Tijuana thing. I don't know, maybe, uh, but no, uh, I, don't, I've, man. I have had them in in, in, in Rosarito, where uh, yeah, I, I forget the they have like a like the the special taco, I guess, like the the with everything on it, and that one does include the yeah, beans. double. Double tortilla, but that's not as egregious as the double tortilla. <laughs> I just think that's just like you know that that's a like a serious fat move, like a, like a glut like a gluttonous move. Like it's like I'm gonna have a double cheeseburger, but I'm also gonna have like and but, but instead, another instead double of cheeseburger a, on the buns, side. Exactly. Instead of buns, I'm gonna have two other pieces of meat to make the bun. To replace <laughs> yeah, the <bun>. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, like, That's actually the, really good. Double bacon cheeseburger and, and then bacon cheese fries, you know? It's like, it's like the old Good Morning Burger on The Simpsons. <laughs> you remember the Good Morning Burger? Man, that's crazy, Juan. That, that can't be healthy. Uh, it's delicious, man. What can I say? Wow. I've never heard of, of anybody even attempting that, dude. You should talk You should talk to Taco Bell, dude. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Soak it in rich, creamery butter. Then we 
only top it off with bacon, ham, and a fried egg. We call it the Good Morning Burger. <laughs> Why does she make it sound sexual? That's so awful. It's <laughs> a commercial. It's disgusting. <laughs> the Good Morning Burger. The sad wow. thing is I think people do get excited about their breakfast sandwich like that. You know, you know, Juan, all, all the cue points that you earned today for, for your, 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 your tough <laughs> image as, as, uh, <laughs> as, 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 as the profe, you know, the, the hard, the hard edge coach. Now we find out you do the double tortilla. Wow. Yeah. You mix in the gringo <laughs> tortilla too. Next thing you're going to tell us, you, you, you keep your tequila in the freezer. It, Wait, you, you, you put a you right? put a corn tortilla inside a flour tortilla, right? A corn tortilla, chilaquil with a flour tortilla, right? Yeah. What you I'm picturing him uh, the the tearing style, tearing strips of the of the flour and grabbing clumps and of making sopitas, egg, eating it like Ethiopian food. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've never heard it described like that, but that's how I eat. So, but. uh that's how, that's my preferred way of eating tortillas. But uh, is is that how you do it, Juan? Yep. Like you know, you ever eat the beans with tortillas? Yeah, of course. You know, you get, you grab a little piece and mouthful, a mouthful. Yeah, like a little sopito. You know. Yeah. See, yeah, I just I just make a taco. I make a taco out of everything, but I don't make tacos out of out of tortillas. Right. <laughs> when I, I was in taco time, out of spaghetti. When I was in Cancun, I was a. Uh, what? I never, I what? never. Yeah, that's pretty gross too, Dilla John. I think I actually, that's actually worse than than what Juan just said. Maybe you could explain to to, to the listeners what the hell is um. Texas Texas uh, spaghetti or what is it? Texas toast. Texas. No, spaghetti. no, no. Yeah, something with um. What's that meat in a can? Chili. Man, dude, there's like some concoction that I heard. I heard it on Big Soccer. Someone mentioned it. And it sounded disgusting. Where it's like a, some kind of meat product, and they call it like Texas, like two steps or something, or, or or Southern like spaghetti, or but it's basically like some kind of pasta with some kind of chili product. Like I, I, I'm gonna have to plead ignorance on that. I have no idea. All right, I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll sort out the name and, and, and I'll ask you about it. But I heard about it and it's just <laughs> sounded rough, man. I was like, man, dude. But for the record, my, my my spaghetti in the tortilla days that was that was what I used to do as a kid. So that was, you know, I bet you could probably open up a restaurant in Texas and serve that, and and and, and you'd do all right. I, I will say though that my, my spaghetti the day after tastes a thousand times better than the day I cooked it. No, that's for sure. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. spaghetti. At least mine does taste better the next day, for sure. It's uh, if I ever did open a restaurant, I, that would that would be what I would call my spaghetti. It was yesterday's spaghetti? Yesterday's spaghetti. Oh, okay. You wouldn't pass inspection. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you'd be, not. Per- you'd be perfect for uh, a, a, the was it Waco Loco. Because they claim fresh, but I don't know. I don't know. They make it in New York City. That's right. I mean, I mean, how fresh could it be if you're if you're if you're touting guacamole? Oh, he says Philadelphia. 
Oh. Well, as long as you get the aguacate, then you're all right. You're just getting the aguacate. I know, but how, how fresh is the avocado, though, really? How fresh is it? I mean, he yeah, but that's the thing about San avocado, Diego. though. That's the thing about avocado, though, is, is that, I mean, it's either fresh or it's not. I mean, you, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the thing that I can't deal with is around here. They, they always put, like, sour cream or, or some sort of, you know, cream product to mix it in. So it's like, it's like what are you doing? I remember when I was watching my sister-in-law make it. I was, I, That's I was, disgusting. I was, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> she said, what, what do you mean? I said, I said, just, I said, just stop. Because she was getting ready to mix it all. I said, no. And I said, just, it's just this. And I just, I just made her some. And I said, that's all you need to do. You don't have to put any of this other stuff in there. Just, just enough. And they eat it a lot differently over here. I guess like the way I like it better is the way they kind of serve it with the tacos and, and, and TJ. Where it's just basically, it's a smear of avocado, really. Right. That's all it is. It's not it doesn't have tomato, doesn't have anything in it. It's just basically mashed up avocado smeared on a tortilla with all the rest of the with the with the meat. Just a real simple It's not a huge production. Oh man, I am I, I cannot tell you how uh, how much I'm looking I'm forward hungry. to to going to the there's a taqueria that uh, I want to hit in in, in PV. It's just it just sounds outstanding. I can't wait. I, I might ha- I might hit up TJ Tacos tomorrow. TJ Tacos is a local eatery here in Escondido, and it's really neat. It's it's a it's a. I think it's about as authentic as you're going to find in most places. They have like different stations of different meats being prepared, like these huge vats, right? Of stuff just boiling. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you get your like, what is it, suadera and al pastor. Lengua, when I was. Uh... You know. When I first graduated, uh, you guys have been to Taco Vieira to Taco Cabana. I know Chiquis has. No, I haven't. So it's just it's like it's like a it's like a like a fast food place, but a little a little a little more up up upscale from Taco Bell. And the way they used to do all their food was kind of what you're talking about. They had like these little these little bats, like right in front. So like you'd get the order, and the little little lady would make the taco like right in front of you, basically. Mm-hmm. Because she had all the ingredients in front of her, you know, everything, all the you know the, the 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 tortillas, the the, the meat, the, the the seasonings, the condiments, everything. <laughs> My buddy went and got like like an extra 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 large drink there, and was watching a big thing, and he was totally wasted, just 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 gone. He knocks over this gigantic drink all over the entirety of their prep station. Like on a Friday night at nine, you know, when the place is just absolutely packed. so he just like ruined all the condiments. Yeah, it ruined everything. I mean, everything. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was the, it was the most painfully f- funny, sad things I'd ever. I'd say. I couldn't stop. I had to leave. I obviously had to leave the restaurant. Of course, yeah. yeah. I, I, I the next day we go back, and the. Uh, the, the 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 kitchen folk recognize him. Goes, he was the one. I start, I start. So it's a full way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Yeah. So that was. Uh... But just the fact that it was one of those like like seventy two ounce drinks. It was just this huge drink, just all over. It went in there. Every single one of those little bins, everywhere. It was. Uh... How did he, what, what did he do? Just. Said sorry and 
Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he said sorry, and he just, he just walked. But I mean, like, 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 their everything they had was just totally fucked up, and they had to just replace everything. Pardon my language. Yeah, you, you made them waste a bunch of money. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. All right, we should probably wrap it up. It's um. Uh, so what'd you guys do the next day, John, before you wrap up the show? I just, I'm, I'm curious, oh. did you guys try to make it right? Did you guys offer to watch dishes? Did you kick them down Me with the cash? I didn't do anything because it wasn't, it wasn't my, but he just, I don't, I don't think, <clears> that, honestly, now that I think about it. So. You just went the next day to get tacos. I, yeah, exactly. I was hungry because it was, it was like, it was like, it was like, you know, half a block oh, down. I thought you guys weren't there like sheepishly, you know, walking in. It's like, you know, sorry. He may have been. I mean, again, I, I was I was I was only a witness to this incident. I was I was I wasn't I wasn't a participant. Yeah, but you know, you're guilty by association. Well, I mean, that's the way these things work. I suppose this was also like 25 years ago, so I have to admit I don't uh, I don't feel you know too terrible about it. But I'm sure. That, I mean, I, I see. I mean, I was like 21 years old at the time of trial, so I was probably being a real jerk about the whole thing. Yeah, is, uh, is my is my is my estimation of uh, what happened. But anyway. All right. So uh, we spent the last hour talking about everything but soccer. That was that. Uh, it happens. Excellent. Yeah, it does. No, it was a good show. I really appreciate uh, y'all coming on. Cheekies, thanks so much for hooking us up, as always. Yep. Thank you. Have a good evening. Profe, thanks for hopping on. Hopefully you're uh, – you, so you, you think uh, we're going to have a Christmas miracle, Chivas and the Guia, right? That cricket. Cricket, crickets from the profe. I guess that 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 could only mean that uh, that uh, that that is not uh, that's not not going to happen. Dan, thank you very much. Sorry about your Dodgers, uh, but uh, I don't think that this is the last time that they're going to be in the World Series in the next couple of years. So I think that you you guys will be okay. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, my name is John Jagu. Thank you guys for joining us here in the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, every Thursday night, as you do, uh, live on YouTube. And, of course, you can listen to this in our previous editions of the podcast on uh, iTunes and, of course, on Google Play. Thank you guys very much. We will talk to you guys again.